Hey, this is Danny from the Magic Our Way podcast, and you guys are listening to the BS Podcast Network. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Lukewarm Cinema Podcast. Uh, we're three best friends talking about movies and TV. My name is Austin. Today, I'm joined with George and your boy Chris. Guys, dude, the stream is like crazy. We, we did it. Hey, yeah. Now, is it going to throw you off that you're watching the stream on your laptop? Because, no. like, I'm already mentally, I'm like cannot watch it this reminds me of space balls there we go i i appreciate it <laughs> i appreciate broken, it we've broken the fourth wall what do we do oh my goodness no legitimately <laughs> well we we grinded a lot this week we, we uh we did a lot of uh like renovation obviously we yeah, added we the have, little nifty some lights up in here we got we have four cameras now on oh this show God. we have four cameras so now we got a close-up of each one of us and uh, not to jump too far ahead, but we got ourselves an intern, everybody. You guys can't see him, but his name is Lonnie. He's doing us a, a gigantic solid right You'll now. You'll just see his hand right now. We'll do a little intro video for him eventually. Yeah, we'll do we'll do like an actual yeah. intro video, and it'll just be him just like seizing on the floor or something. <laughs> He's working his way to earning a microphone, so yeah, 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 eventually he may have a microphone, but until he proves himself, you just get a hand. Buying coffees, you know? Well, guys, George, let's start with you, man. How was your week? Okay. Well, my week, boy, has it been just busy. Uh, working with Sticky Paws, going, uh, going. Let, a, let people know who that is. Sticky Paws Studios, located in Las Vegas, Nevada. We host all your podcast needs. So obviously, we have a sick multicam setup now. This is kind of in part because when I went to Sticky Paws and I saw what they had going on, I was like, and then Austin was like, dude my camera films in 4k and we kind of like had this like oh my gosh you know like monkey finally sees banana but doesn't know how to open it <laughs> monkey now knows how to use his thumbs and is like oh oh there's stuff inside oh, here banana. Oh, ho, ho, ho. so we did that we got this obs system uh, i'm sure austin's gonna post a little vlog about like how we're exactly doing everything yeah. he kind of already did but I think we'll do one like where we actually have yeah we can do a, everything set up for people who don't know I have a I have a YouTube channel where I do he's a sorcerer yeah I do like vlogs and stuff like that so I have a vlog from when we started doing this the other day uh, I, I still have to edit it I'm probably gonna do that tomorrow after I finish with this other client but I'm probably gonna do that and then so I'll put that up but of course I'll share it on the the lukewarm page so everybody can see but uh, please George yeah, please so, continue okay. Sticky Paw Studios wonderful busy ass week um. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're having, I, I was thinking this the other day, I was like, man, if you are like really in a rut, right? Like mentally, there's nothing better than just putting together a day. And I haven't just put together a day. I've put together days now where I'm like really proud of what you've done. I like go to bed like tired, you know, which is, is, is a great feeling. And I you think feel everyone, accomplished. everybody, right. Needs to to go about finding that in their in their lives in some way, shape, or form. I promise you, it's gonna make you happier. Um, other than that, uh, <laughs> I've been announcing a lot. I did uh my brother's senior night game. 
shout out to Junior. I love you. I wish I could have been out there walking him out. So like I had to announce was my it brother. His, it was senior night for him? Yeah, I had to announce ah. my brother. Um, I teared up a little, like while announcing him. And I couldn't hold it back. It kind of took me like 45 seconds to like kind of collect myself. Because like it's an emotional moment, man. And I'm really proud of the kid and he's gonna be gone. I know it was like you're super, laughing because they're like, oh, look I, at this. Fucking no, no, guy no I just thought of something like it's super serious. What if you were just like, oh, yeah, just like at the end of it <laughs> oh and just God. like totally Bro, ruined it. Tell me why I definitely threw in a lot of. <laughs> I like like there was a kid who got hit hard tonight. And so this was like the fun part that I was going to mention to you. Right. So the coach is like, all right, we have uh, he sends me a text before the game. He's like, no roster. I'll leave you the script for senior night up there. I was like. Ah, uh, I was like, at least Coach Thomas, the baseball coach, like gave me some gear, you know, like you won't even give me a roster. He's giving me clothes. You suck. I'm like a little jab, but it's like funny. And I thought he was kidding about the no rosters. Oh, there was no fucking rosters. I legitimately was number 10 on the play. Number 10 is going off right now, ladies and gentlemen. He <laughs> is literally playing out of his mind. Wish I knew the kid's name. Not that I'm not trying to like pronounce your kid's name or anything. I legitimately have no rosters up here. So like I, I free formed for three hours. It was really fun. I got to like, I don't know. I, I really like announcing for the, uh, stand up portion of it. You get really comfortable with pauses and timing and then hearing the echo coming back on like a football stadium. The echo is nuts. So I have to wear headphones, even though it's not playing anything. I just wear them because the delay is nuts. It bounces off so many other things and like throws you off. But my week, I mean, if that doesn't sum it up right there, pretty fucking phenomenal. Cheers to that. It's time to fucking, it's celebrating with the boys tonight, so. Hell Hell celebrate. Yeah, a brother. little bit of sangria. Ooh, Cheers to you guys. I know you guys, I finished my twisted tea. I'm going to need another one of those. Let's, get, when you let's get, get that wide cam for the for the cheers for yes, everybody. Yes, yes, okay. Here yes. we go. Let's get, let's get that Thank cheers, you. boy. Thank you let's guys. get Lonnie up oh. in there. Lonnie's hands come pass, in. Yes, yeah, pass yes. the energy over. Yeah, yeah. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Ew. All right, boys. There's but an I'm adult really, beverage. I'm really glad to hear you had a good week. I know um, Christian put in a lot of work getting this episode together, and you and I put in a lot of work in the back end stuff. Bro, we're all putting in like work right now. Yeah. Chris is going busting his ass on these fucking hilarious clips. Like, <laughs> if you content- guys don't follow us, on, look at me, look at me. If y'all don't follow us on Instagram and TikTok, you you you're messing up because these dudes have. I swear to the goddamn the funniest clips I've ever seen in my life. No cap. No no we're cap. Not even I mean, I have a cap ourselves. On, we're not even overselling ourselves. No, like we're either that funny or we're that delusional. Either way, it's enter- it's gonna be entertaining. Okay. Right. You either get on this free content now or like when we have our fucking OnlyFans, you guys are gonna be fucking regretting it, right? Because <laughs> the people are gonna be having to pay for our shit at that point. So I mean get on it now while well, it's free. I think it's a good little tip. So but anyways, uh Austin, your week. So my week, I uh, spent, you know, just working, working for the man, doing that stuff. Uh, got some more clients for Next Act Productions, which, by the way, if you guys need a podcast or video edited, or if you are in the Las Vegas area and you like this setup right here that we have, hit up Next Act Productions. Yeah, it's like it's it sucks. I, I, I do have to say this, right? It sucks that. We do have to promote both, right? Like, right. I'm me working for Sticky Paws now. I got to fucking shout them out because they... Of course. We're going to eventually do an episode there soon. I would say within the next month. We got yeah, to well. think about that. Um, Hell yeah, but with Next Act, right? 
you're getting the whole enchilada for from wherever you're at in the country right now you have a fucking client in new york yeah yeah i do i have a client i have a podcast in new york that i'm editing for uh and then i have somebody who travel who's multi-state i can't say exactly what i'm working on for them but uh i'm i'm about to finish their project but it's been great um next act was able to buy us uh dinner tonight so we've made it <laughs> we've made it we we were able to enjoy a very fine dining experience of taco bell some i don't think you guys have i don't think mango you guys, brisk some mango tacos brisk, some baja blast and then george over here bringing in the twisted tea i've never had twisted tea we're not sponsored by the way but i've never had this and Yet. uh i gotta say dude this pretty bomb it's pretty i'm gonna have to go buy some now they got lots of different flavors of twisted tea feel free to, right. to oh really so, i didn't even know there's other oh, flavors yeah. oh shit but uh yeah so i started i finally launched my youtube channel Doing vlogs, doing. Uh, you helped me record a, uh, a a what's in my bag video that I'm gonna probably be releasing this weekend. Dope. So it's gonna be a lot more vlogs of like what we do behind the scenes. You know, Lonnie will probably start being in them. I mean, Christian was all up in the last one. George was all up in the last one. But this this last vlog that's currently going up, it's just it's just George and I just doing dumb shit. Yeah, yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. So, uh, but my week was pretty chill. So I can't. Hey, I'm that's happy. Sweet. Yeah, I'm just happy to be here. I'm really happy with the progress we've made, the three of us. I mean, I I feel like I'm discounting Lonnie. I don't want to sound like I'm discounting Lonnie. It's his first fucking day. It's his job. first fucking day, but he's he's doing great. He, he's what still a, in the hazing period. Okay, we yeah. can't throw him too many bones. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we also threw him like into the fire though. We were like, Hey, Lonnie, have you ever used OBS? He's like, No, not really. And we're like, Great, you're hired. <laughs> you're gonna learn today. <laughs> you're gonna learn today. But Chris, my man. Tell us about your week. You you told me a little bit about it, but I want you to tell uh to tell our boy yes, George. Yes, yes, the full enchilada of what happened to me this week. Okay, so it all began Monday. People sometimes say the week begins on Sunday, but like when you work, it begins on fucking Monday. Okay, so working hard at Arby's, right? However, behind the scenes, I I landed a new job at Einstein Brothers Bagels. Gonna be up in my pay, okay? Let's go. You're wait on on. That one yeah, more fucking time. Yeah. I'm gonna be working at Einstein Brothers Bagels. All right. And yeah. And fuck yeah. And today was my last day at Arby's. Oh no, but what was the other part? You said you said there was a two parter with that Einstein's. Well, what was the two parter that I'm gonna make more monies? Yeah. That yeah. And they close at fucking two o'clock every day. Yeah. So I'll, I might get in early, but I'll be out earlier like teacher schedule bro yeah. hell yeah so it's and, and it's a, it's a chill little place you know everybody it's by a college it's students also, it's closer to his in. house too so he doesn't have to pay 50 dollars a day in uber you're working at the one in front of unlv yeah oh oh my gosh that's a money spot oh it tips yeah. um no, no no it's college kids i'm talking about some fine ass poontang that you're gonna have walking <laughs> through there Ooh. in the summertime oh get my social game going get my social links Oh, Sharon, you, strawberry cream cheese. Again, right? Got you. You also Ooh. want the salmon, right? I love Perfect. strawberry cream cheese, bro. Of course you fucking do. All right, go Side back in your fucking week, dog. That's awesome. Congrats. Yeah, so I was kind of like, it's a deal where if I get scheduled this weekend, I, I just fuck off and work at Einstein. But I was saying goodbye, kind of goodbye to the people I like at work today. And I'm like, you know, if if they don't, then you'll see me on Sunday. That'll be my last day. But the, like the the real person, my my boss Alfredo, he's a fucking G. 
you know, he hired me him like we just joke around. So I'm like, hey, bro, that shit was funny. <laughs> Peace out. So it was chill. Um, a coworker today confided in me that uh, he's a heroin addict, which was kind of weird. Yeah, he dropped that Wait, on me in the on. car ride. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? Yeah, my best friend says he does. Uh, well, it, I'm not, not best friend. My coworker. He's actually a new guy, but, but like, it was kind of weird. I'm like, hey, this is not last day material. Okay, guys. <laughs> hey, bro, I'm trying to get out of here, bro. I don't need this right now. But I was kind. I'm like, you know, you're struggling, man. I hope things, you know, are looking up and stuff. And, he, and he's like, yeah, dude, I, I, I so every day I've worked, I've went to the bathroom and I've yeah so so in the fucking arby's bathroom <laughs> it sounds like such a fucking joke but but uh, no but i'm saying that i in know hindsight. it's not a joke but what in the absolute fuck are you serious yeah and he he he, he was he confided in him. you and your first instinct was let's go on the fucking podcast. This is going to lead. This is going to lead the fucking <laughs> this episode. This is views, baby. This is views. I love it. It's okay. We didn't use a name, but that's, yeah, we didn't that's use a crazy. Name. Yeah. But like, it, it wasn't it, like at the time it wasn't awkward. I'm like, like I hear, I heard him out. Cause if he, t- if somebody tells you that they want to be heard out to some degree. So like, it was weird. Like the last day was overall, it was interesting and it was good. Nice. So nice. tomorrow I'm heading in, give them Einstein some information. You know, so very chill. It was a hard week, but also a chill week. So it was good. Great content, by the way. Like you, uh, you've been killing the Instagram game. Yeah, bro. absolutely yeah. killing it. You've been increasing our numbers on there. I feel like we're just stroking each other now, which is totally fine. Hey, yeah, people will pay to see it. that. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I told, so after we did our stuff, I, the next day I saw I, Vanessa was awake then. So I told her, I was like, yeah, we have cam stuff. She goes, you guys are doing a cam show? Ooh. I was like, I was like, what if I said yes? I don't think she would honestly give a fuck. G- give me the link so I can make sure not to she watch would... it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What time are you gonna be on? And uh, what what do you guys prefer in tip? Bitcoin or Dogecoin? How do you block a YouTube channel in particular? <laughs> <laughs> uh, very hot. Very very hot. Well, I mean, I just I want to say it again. I'm really happy with this setup we have. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna go up from here. Uh, we're getting new stuff in as time goes on. We've yeah. got we've got legit lighting this time. We don't have that. What, what, what can you elaborate one on what there that was lighting just, was? It was just clamp lamps, and I was like, "Hey, like this might kind of work out." We just have some fucking clamp lamps that we use, and and we and they all faced me. They're all they, pointed. This it's way. because I had an L desk, and then okay, so this is something else that was kind of crazy from this week. There was a day in which. I think it was the day before Austin came over. So Tuesday, I found a free fucking piano. Oh yeah! And which oh, chill. Lonnie, insert hand. Lonnie helped out. Hey, okay. Lonnie, appreciate you. We were boy. jamming on that bitch when he helped George out. Was gone. Uh, yeah. Austin was able to tell me that it's not my piano isn't terribly out of tune. This free piano I got just slightly. Yeah. So I gotta gotta get that tuned. But so I got a piano and I got a new desk. All thirty dollars. The desk was the desk. This little fucking cheap desk I got was more than a nice ass piano. So that just goes yeah. to show. Go on the Craigslist free ads every day. I mean, most of the times, right? Old mattresses, weird shit you'll never buy. Rocks, dirt, fucking cardboard boxes, <laughs> broken fridges. Okay, I found a free fucking piano. 
All right. And they and, said and it's it was a nice piano. It's like a whole like wood piano. Like it's very nice looking. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Nice looking. Well, all right. I'll jump now to you, Chris, because I say we just jump straight into this. Fucking yeah, this episode. is this is your episode. We've all had our own type of episode now. So this is Chris's. All right. Yeah. My boy, Austin, he did inaccuracies in war movies. George did inaccuracies in sports movies. And the the book was dropped on my lap. Chris, figure some shit out. You got to do one now. <laughs> we were we were setting this stuff up, and we were like, "It's Chris's turn." Setting stuff up, dude. I thirty minutes before this podcast, or not, not even like an hour. I didn't even know what the fuck we were doing today. And thank God you like took the initiative, Chris. Okay, Ooh. so for reals, because I did all all the research yesterday, as well as a mini movie marathon to like really make sure you know i got everything i'm talking about here right Perfect. i'm like i can't just look it up i i gotta rewatch some of these okay these are gonna be inaccuracies in video game movies okay because i thought what's something that i i have oddly an odd amount of knowledge on yugoslavia yes yugoslavia bro oh, where did bosnia come from how, how is croatia involved what happened in the 1990s Yugoslavia, that's a whole rabbit hole that I can go on. Fuck, now I want to do Yugoslavia inaccuracy. <laughs> Save it for next week, buddy. Uh, next week. There needs to be a Yugoslavia movie, okay? Yugo Yugoslavia. Yugoslavia. All right, boys. So now, some of these are going to be inaccuracies, but since I watched all these at some point, I'm going to give you, throw you some gripes I had with, with some of these movies. And on top of that, I'm also going to give you a lot of these went really bad production wise. So I'm going to give you guys some uh, production related, like some mishaps that happened during production on some of these. OK, nice, nice, nice. OK, because like you look at all these movies that flopped. OK, not OK, not all these flopped, but some of these did. And you got to say, damn, what led to that steaming shit pile of the product? OK, OK, I'm going to be slightly upset if is grandma's boy in the list. No. Is that a video game? Grandma's Boy is a video game movie. Um, you gotta check it out sometime. Okay. But it's okay. I'm just now a little slightly upset, but okay. I'm sorry, George. I'm sorry. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, and I don't think we need to be afraid to talk about what just happened here, right? So this is obviously whenever you're doing you can explain, right? First live stream, right? You're gonna run into some technical issues. Yeah, you know. You know the engines that run the live streaming. They, you know, we had to change the oil real quick. Okay, you know that's oil not chain. a big deal. But that was seamless. Okay, I just super seamless rattled off bullshit for like forty five seconds. Yeah. Okay, but I say you can continue now with what whatever the first movie is. Yeah. Okay, but okay, guys, first movie, and actually put these kind of in chronological order because they're kind of a s similar burst of time. Okay. The first one is the Super Mario Brothers movie in 1993. Sick. Okay. I didn't even know this fucking movie existed. 1993. Okay. Um, so. Now, is this the bad one? I don't think they made another. That's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> so it is, the one is the bad one. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's complicated. So first, we're going to go over the inaccuracies and the gripes I have. This is kind of a list form. You guys have an opinion or a question? You jump right the fuck in, but I'm going to start rattling. Uh, my opinion is that uh, Dr. Mountain Dew is the best drink ever. Mountain Dew is the greatest Dr. soda Dew ever made. Dr. Dew is going to be the next Dr. soda. Dr. Dew. Dr. Dew. Dr. Dew. Okay. 
So you said if we have anything, just jump in. Yeah, dude, go ahead, because like, there's some shit to go off on some of these. Perfect, <laughs> perfect. I got you. Let's All right. Roll. So here are the inaccuracies. First thing, this is this is a gripe. Of all the love interests slash princesses in Mario, for some reason they chose Princess Daisy instead of they had like eight other more relevant chicks in the batting Not order. Not even Peach. They could have done Peach. They could have or, or Paulina or which Waluigi. What, dude, they need to make a Waluigi movie. That's the a fact <laughs> that there has not been a gay one. I just <laughs> you should you should see the degenerate content people make, George. That's oh, all rule, I can tell rule you. Rule thirty four is a thing. Are okay. you aware of what rule thirty four is? No, I'm assuming it has to do with gay. No, rule thirty four means that if there's media, movie, animation, video game, or anything, there's a porn of it. Oh, which is lovely. true. Which in is every true. fucking case, especially if right. you're a furry. Rule thirty four, the website compiles it all into oh, there's a one website plate. yeah oh i thought it was just a term Fucking i didn't even know there sick. was a website let's get them as a sponsor fuck twisted <laughs> t bro that'll be a <laughs> badass sponsor okay but moving right along as, as much as i'd like to dwell on on the content i've seen there okay okay so they choose daisy why okay um so bowser is the main villain um but he's not like a giant turtle looking guy like in the right, games right, right, right. he's a dude an old dude played by dennis hopper okay <laughs> okay so first thing why that okay so let me ask you how what, what do you think the first line is going to be in a super mario brothers movie what do you think the first thing is going to open to oh my goodness this is let a me, toughie. Let me read you this and, and see if you think this is even mildly fucking related. A long, long time ago, the Earth was ruled by dinosaurs. Get the fuck out of here. That's what they started with? And it's like a shot of like a jungle with some like shitty animated dinosaurs. What does that have to do with Mario? I'm going to explain it to you right fucking now. So you're going to end up like Charlie from, from Pepe Silvio, my fucking sandwich board okay so but we're gonna we're gonna get there okay these like i watched it and listed them off like in a fucking order okay these problems daisy as a baby they flashed back she hatched from an egg the person princess daisy she hatches from an egg luigi pronounces mario's name mario which is a fucking common gripe in the mario community some people pronounce it mario nobody knows why Luigi does it for some reason in this movie. Okay. Daisy is an archaeologist in Brooklyn. <laughs> Wait, she, no, this is legit. So, okay. Does she wear Tim's and say dead ass? No, uh, no, it, it was a different age. Obviously. Okay. Oh. I have a question. I have a question here. Okay. Now, in this film, uh, in which there has to be some sort of plot, they chose her to be a designer, you said? An archaeologist. Yeah, okay. designer archaeologist. Because yeah, she was hatched in a fucking from an egg. Okay. Okay. So so they have There's, to follow some plot here. Yeah. Uh, I hope at some point in time you can circle back around to where this archaeologist leads. Yes. Okay. Okay. There's context. So it takes place place in Brooklyn and Manhattan. Mario and Luigi are plumbers. And they're actually plumbers in the fucking movie, surprisingly. And um, the lore is that when, when the meteor wiped out the dinosaurs, it split the, the universe into two dimensions. 
the normal one. And that's like, you know, where Brooklyn and Manhattan and all that is. And then the alternate one, which is an alternate world where that's where King Koopa lives and rules like that world. In that in that existence, humans, the people, they evolved from dinosaurs instead of monkeys. All right. Second question. All right. Fucking you have to give this movie a pineapple rating. I want to jump into this now because this sounds like a sub two pineapple movie. Okay. No, let me tell you now. This movie is not accurate at all. That's why it, it leads this fucking list. However, it was a fun movie and I had a good time. I was like, damn, that wasn't like Mario, but I liked everything I saw. Okay. So pineapple rating. I'll say like a 3.5. Awesome. That's, okay. That's not that bad. That's better than I, I probably, really I, well, I haven't seen it in forever, so I forgot 99% of it. All right. You could continue. All right, boys. I'm going to go down the list and. You'll get more story context as we go along. I, I, I got to list off all this shit, okay? Oh, yeah. She, Daisy, she doesn't look like Daisy long at all, okay, from the games, but whatever. Who cares? So King Koopa, Bowser, he has two henchmen that are like these bumbling idiots that are like his sons. For some reason, they look like 90s R&B singers. One guy has like a like curled on the top, slick sides in these like the tiny square frame glasses in the 90s. That like boy bands and shit would wear. Don't know why they look like R and B singers. For sure. Um, I complain. Oh yeah, Mario's girlfriend is a woman named Daniela. When they could have had him be with Peach or uh Paulina from the original Donkey Kong game, but they just made up some random bitch named Daniela. Drop the ball. And Daisy is the love interest of Luigi, which that part's fine. Okay. Here's a fun fact. This game. This movie came out before Super Mario 64. However, when they transfer to the other world, the other dimension where King Koopa lives, they jump through a wall and like it does like a waveform, which is just like what happens in Super Mario 64. That's like the first 3D game. That's kind of like more of an Easter egg, if anything. Okay. So like a strange, it's almost an accuracy. Itself. I, I can see it. I can. I, the thing that I'm struggling with the most this movie, Chris, uh, is just that, first off, I haven't seen it. Now, I it's think a fucking I, need, trip. I need to visualize it a little more. Now, are we talking all cartoon? Or are we talking like live action? It's live action. The whole thing is live action. Now, okay, now I'm getting a little better visual. So that makes more sense on some of these designs. Correct. They're like, we want a big budget. And when I go off the production notes, the, the format is like, I get my inaccuracies, then I go off of production, how it started and where it went wrong. Okay? Perfect. Go ahead. So you'll get more context. Okay. So they get to the Koopa dimension, right? Which it's a, you think, oh, maybe it's all bright like Mario World? No, 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 not at all. It's a dystopian cyberpunk looking city with fungus hanging everywhere. One, like little stringy fungus. And, uh, you know, there's like signs everywhere like, oh, King Koopa, you know, you know, vote for him, you know like a police state almost <laughs> make mario great again it's no it's fuck it's like why did they and you know Coop, Coop, king koopa slash bowser he's like the dictator right so there's lizard people walking around who knows why okay so uh they de-evolve people okay king koopa de-evolve has a machine that can evolve or de-evolve people and his big master plan is we're going to join the realms back together. 
and then I'm going to devolve the human race so that we can walk the earth again. Bold. That's very bold. That's extremely bold. That's Bowser's fucking plan. And Daisy has like a like a meteorite fragment, which is like the MacGuffin. Like, oh, if I get the meteor fragment, I could put it back in the meteor and then the dimensions will join. Some fucking uh, what the hell is his name? From fucking Endgame. Goddamn. Some Thanos Thanos looking shit. Pretty much. They would pronounce it Thanos too. The Mario. What the fuck is that? Mario and Thanos. (laughs) Mario and Thanos. Okay. I could see why this got a 3.5. So continue. I'm liking it. So Toad in Mario games, he's the guy, like the cute little guy with the mushroom head, right? You know? He's just like some like stoner dude who plays guitar in one scene. They just name him Toad. That's him. That's that's how we translate the game. Okay, so Goombas. Do you in Mario Brothers Goombas are those little little brown fuckers? Like, aren't they like dinos? Sorry, tell me why. <laughs> tell me fucking why. Goombas are the little shortest du- chicken shit enemy in Mario games. In this though, they devolve people into Goombas, and they're like eight foot tall lizard people that are like this wide. Okay total miss like who the fuck made this decision right question here and maybe this can hopefully clear this up do you think that uh what the hell was his name that was evolving characters do you think he evolved the character to he evolved these goombas so that they would be fucking like the monsters from space jam okay all right here's the thing in this dimension, they say that everybody evolved from dinosaurs instead of monkeys. Okay, so the theory was if you devolve the people, then they turn more into dinosaurs or lizards. So that's how we get Goombas. Okay. okay. The more you know. But now you say evolve. It also evolves. The bumbling idiots, Iggy and Spike, the two R&B singer looking henchmen, they evolve them? And like they walk out of the machine, then they're like, oh, yes, the square root of 835, like really comically. And they become smart guys. Um, there's and there's a bit of an inaccuracy because Toe, the, the mushroom king, apparently like King Koopa devolved him first. And he's like actually the fungus that grows around the city. Tell me why. When they devolve, when he devolved the mushroom king. He turned into fungus, yet everybody else in that dimension turns into dinosaurs when they're devolved. They set up their own lore, then went against it. This is like backwards Digimon, man. This is like- it's backwards Chinese fucking reverse underwater Digimon, okay? <laughs> like, what? So, next one. Yoshi is a d- s- miniature Tyrannosaurus Rex and looks fucking terrifying. Okay, that's another miss. More like a raptor? It looks exactly like a T-Rex that's scaled down to about the size of a dog. So I like how you said scaled down. That makes sense. So pretty like this is a scary movie to watch as a kid. Everything looks fucking scary and everything is dark, too, which is not what Mario is at all. OK. So Bowser captures Daisy and he actually kind of tries to fuck her. He pours her two, pours two shots and tries to get her to drink them, and he flexes his lizard tongue. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah, dude, he's like dude. a total, and he has a, he has like a wife who's running shit with him. So, so he's he, a total Chad. K- 
Kind of. Kind of. Okay. But here, here's another funny one, though. Mario was a pussy slayer in this movie because they go to a place called the Boom Boom Club because this, this heavy set chick with jet, jet pack boots, not going to get into it. Okay. She stole the meteorite fragment. Mario had to get it back. So he went to the dance floor and danced with her to steal it back while they're dancing. And, but he failed the first time and she punched him in the face. So he comes back and says, I really like the way you, you know, your knuckle crunched against my face, baby. You know, this is rule 34 fucking central, bro. In a Mario movie. And, but he pulls her. He fucking Mario succeeds. She's like, come here, baby. And, <laughs> and it works. And he fucking gets the, the, he steals the, the meteorite fragment off of her. Mario, he was into me. He was a fucking poon slayer. Okay. And I was like, damn, bro. I need a, I need a fucking dramatic cut for me, right? Who I don't I think we have some viewers right now. If we don't, if you're fucking rewatching this, please go on uh, ru- uh what, rule thirty four. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. And if you've seen this movie, I need you to tell me if they have actual audio clips or just any sort of clips from this film added to it because I understand how they make some of these cartoons is they take the audio from the film to give it that more of a real sense, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, hey, honey, come help me with the groceries type shit. You know what I mean? That kind of audio. If we can find out if there's a connection there, and then please send us the link. Um, this is a judge, judgment-free zone, all right? You can send it as anonymous, or you could just send it as your own self, you know, if you, if you find it. If not, we got to look. We got to look for this. Yeah, we have our expert researchers on it right now. <laughs> well, all what's right. the movie called? Jamie, pull that up. I'm oh, pulling it up. Well, it's the Super Mario Brothers movie. Okay. We got like a dual Jamie system going on. We got one Jamie who is just a hand this episode, and we got another well, Jamie. He's the, he's the entire stream. I'm free to do whatever here. Look, okay, I'm a I'm a degenerate. Type in rule 34.xxx in your search bar. Go to incognito if you don't want it in your okay, it's the green website. I'm digging this website. Go to the go to the search bar on the left. And you have to, the spaces have to be underscores. Super underscore Mario. Underscore bros, period. Yeah, that should come up. But that's not going to be the movie. It's going to be all Super Mario. Tell me some of the shit that you see, Austin. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of peach. Yeah. <laughs> a lot, lot of peach. Wait, 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 wait. See, um, there's, ty- there's some Eiffel Towers going on here. <laughs> Look, go, to the, go to the search bar. Put a space after Mario Brothers and then type gay and see what comes up. <laughs> Why would I do that? Look, Austin, we're researching. Nobody here but us chickens is what it says. Check your blacklist. We now automatically oh. omit terms from your search. <laughs> I think that might be. Uh, it was an invalid search. That means invalid search. We, okay, so I fucked, I fucked up telling you how to add the tag. Oh, maybe I got to <sighs> add a period at the end. No. Nope. Talk about some invigorating right, I'm gonna, fucking content. How about we right just here? continue? All we right. just. We I, the the list goes on. No, I, I'm serious about it being invigorating content, guys. Like my <laughs> hopefully my facial reactions kind of played off exactly what was going on on that screen. Like hey, like guys, literally. Look, thank God you guys can't see that because YouTube would be like, hmm, you guys just don't want to stream anymore. I guess. Look, look, guys, some of it's not bad. All right, there's a reason I knew what's typing. Okay, so we're not going to talk about that. He's the expert in more than one way. We're not going to talk about that. So the currency in Bowser's world is Koopa coins and coupons. 
Nice. Which is fucking stupid. Okay. Uh, da, 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 the chick that Mario gets with is a doll. We went over that because that was funny. Um, okay, so the lizard evolved people are shown in the thoroughfares eating li- foods with lizard in them. Like sandwiches with lizard. That's like if I ate a fucking monkey. If they evolved from dinosaurs and they're eating lizards. Some cannibalistic shit. So that's that's weird. Like, we're just not supposed to question that. That's fucked up. Yeah, I don't like that's, that. That's weird. Okay. Um, let's see. What else we got? Okay, so one time, Mario and Luigi, they put on these boots to make them jump high. And they jump through and they shatter like a glass ceiling. But they put egg crates on their head. When in the games... Don't they just bust their fucking the bricks over their head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course, of course. I get what you're saying. They just bust the bricks over their head. So, so now- they put fucking. So this is where okay, because you you you've you've gone you've bounced around inaccuracies and and like kind of just some odd shit, and we're we're stuck here. At least I am. Where I'm like, this whole movie seems like a fucking fraud. Yeah. It's a fraud to the source of material. Okay. All right. So, um, is this the only video game movie you have? Or is there a couple other that There's you have? There's a couple others, yes. Okay. Now, how much more is on this list? Because it seemed like this movie is just fucking inaccuracy city. I only got a few more inaccuracies that I'm going to rattle through right now. Okay. Go through them. Go through them, bro. I didn't, I didn't want to okay. like cut you off, but I'm like, damn, there's a lot fucking yeah. wrong with this yeah. movie. Yeah. And I'm, sk- I'm skipping the like, non-interesting ones. Okay. Nice. So turns out the fungus king that got devolved, that's Daisy's father. Who knows why? Okay. Um, so they, re- they referenced WrestleMania in this movie for some reason. Mario has to save his girlfriend, Daniela, and she's like, and he's like, oh, I promised to take her to WrestleMania, which, which was just like a hilarious pop culture reference. Like, that didn't need to fucking be in there. Okay. This one was fucked up. When the worlds merge temporarily, Koopa's Tower pop into Brooklyn and they show it from the Brooklyn perspective. And they are, it looks like the Twin Towers. Because this was in 1993 and the pop in makes it look like the Twin Towers are disintegrating. What? <laughs> which is in really poor taste in hindsight. It aged very poorly. Fuck the Simpsons predicting everything in this movie. So it was like, I was like, Whoa, what movie am I watching, bro? So that was fucked up. Um, there's a bomb om. The bomb oms in Mario, they're the little bomb creatures that you wind up. For some reason, there's a bomb om and it's wearing Reeboks. Uh, the product placement is spot on, bro. Which, which is like, dude, whoa. <laughs> Vince McMahon splurged to get fucking WrestleMania set in there. And then fucking that's you said this was 19 what? 1993. You're right around. This is like before Shaq became a real thing in Reebok. Dude, this is all coming together. This is just like, this is, they're like, okay, all right, we need a fuck ton of money to make this movie. What we're going to do is we're going to go to all these big time corporations and we're going to say, hey, Vince McMahon, WrestleMania, we're plugging you. Reebok, give us some of your fucking sneakers and we'll, we'll your sneakers are so good. They're the bomb. That's how they oh fucking pitched gosh. it. And they said, Give me a million dollars and we're going to make it look phenomenal. And boom, you get this fucking movie. I hope it was that honest and it wasn't a weird creative decision. So in the finale of the movie, King Koopa gets devolved into a, like a T-Rex 
and you know mario fucks him up okay and uh then it sets up for a sequel which because the movie's reception of course it does the movie's reception of course that didn't happen okay so that's my inaccuracy okay that i feel like that was a roller coaster of i don't even know what like just just that one alone it's so hard because like to give you guys context that's like a whole nother rabbit hole (laughs) because this movie was fucked up please tell me no more rule 34 is involved maybe not who knows maybe not oh (laughs) so quickly i'll tell you the production goofs that fucked up this movie the movie had a four million dollar budget only grossed 39 million dollars worldwide it was a failure Okay, That's why nobody knows Chris, me. just bring up money. Okay, <laughs> oh. we get new camera. Camera, you see all the fucking cameras around here. The lights. You say, all right. Well, I guess I do want to bring up some dollar bills. Okay, <laughs> can you say those numbers one more time? Because I was baffled when you brought up money. So, a little more context, and I'll tell you the numbers once more. Got gotcha. you. This was distributed by Disney through oh. through. Oh. Through a label of theirs that is now defunct. Called- Kevin, I know you're watching this right now from uh, from from Magic Our Way. I know you're watching right now. So here's, here's some notes for you from Chris. Yeah, Disney had a label called Hollywood Pictures that they're releasing and producing movies through. It's now defunct. Okay, forty eight million dollar budget. <laughs> I wonder why it's defunct now. Forty eight million dollars they put into this movie worldwide only got thirty nine million back. That's a flop and a half. Okay, that they're in the fucking negative. Okay. Fuck. So the actors that played Mario and Luigi, later they admitted like it was a very miserable process and they would actually drink whiskey on set. Hell yeah. Okay. Which that, well, that's a great seed to put in my head. Fucking Mario and Luigi throwing them back. Dennis yeah. Hopper was Bowser. Okay. Dennis and it, 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 totally miserable production, right? Dennis Hopper played Bowser. And he got so mad at the directors over last minute rewrites one day that he just exploded on them. Okay. And on that day for the next scene, 300 extras were waiting to film the next scene. It was probably like the scene in like the thoroughfare with all the, like the townspeople. They had to just watch the 45 minute blow up decided it wasn't going to end. They all went to fucking lunch. The blow up still lasted for two more hours. Whoa. Yeah, bro. Shout out to that whiskey. I don't even know what yeah, drinking what Jack or whatever fuck. I want what he has. The directors some liquid confidence, right? They ended up begging him, just like oh, we'll do whatever you want, please, man. And he just finally said fuck it. And they just filmed it as is. Like it was such a miserable experience. Oh my. Well, okay. Do you fucking blame the guy though? Like honestly, I, I don't. I don't. I'll say that because like it's like everything that you've brought up to this point, where it's just like. If you know anything about Mario, even back then, you're just like, the fuck is going on here? He was mad at how unprofessional he thought everything was. Huh. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not surprised. Not surprised at all. Okay, so I know you had multiple movies on this list. Yes. Okay. So what are we thinking about for this next movie? Like, what, what are we, where are we going? All right. 19- are we going to hit a video game? Because I know Super Mario, obviously. Right, the Mario brand. <laughs> Are we gonna hit a video game? The first movie we talk about is a video game. I know, I know, but like Mario to me, I don't know. I don't connotate it as video game. <laughs> what? What do you mean, buddy? I don't know. It's the most famous it's not, video it's game. It's not Madden, I, bro. No. So okay, and I know it sounds <laughs> like I'm being an ignorant slut about this, and I am. But just mentally, 
throughout my entire life, I've think of oh, Mario okay. as just like this character. I didn't play a lot he, of Mario he's games. He's almost more of a cultural staple even than he is a yes. video game. Yes, right, yes. Okay, so that's the way I connotated it. All right, I, I got Jeez, some. I'm going to get torn apart. And I, I also feel like a douchebag. But we okay. clarify. Yes, there we go. <laughs> so go next up on our list, 1994 Street Fighter movie. Okay. okay. We're going the oldies today. That's what it yeah. sounds like. Yeah, these were some of the first fucking attempts, okay? I love it. I love it, bro. That's so, awesome. So, this one's a shorter list. One inaccuracy. Guile is the main character. He's not the fucking main character in Street Fighter. So, they just chose him. Did you ever watch the Wang video about that guy in Street Fighter? Sawada. Yeah. Did, yeah. Okay, so I'll, I'll let... Did you, are you mentioning that at all? Or? No, because it was... It's kind of... It's more about the video games than it is the movie. But if you want to okay. give a rundown. Uh, well, I don't remember it too much. I just remember they created a character for this actor that they wanted to play Ryu, which it's not pronounced Ryu. That's another inaccuracy, but I'll get into that for uh, Ryu. Yes. And the, I think like the, the department, like the, the studio was like, we want him to play Ryu. And the director was like, fuck no, that dude sucks. Yes. Yeah, so they made the, they wanted this guy to be the main character, the people casting. They liked him so much. They kept him on, even though the director said no. And they made a whole nother character for him named captain Sawada. He's like a military captain. But he only speaks, uh, I believe it was Japanese, and uh, they dubbed in all his all his lines, and that was one of the reasons they also didn't choose him for to be Ryu, the main character. And um, so then he appears in the video game Street Fighter, the movie, the game, which is a whole fucking rabbit hole of itself, a, a whole different one. So it, it's an interesting little like tidbit of like production information. So Guile is the main character in this movie. He's this like American jarhead military army soldier type guy they decide it's an action movie we'll just make him the main character <laughs> and to play an american military guy who do they choose van damme oh right he's with uh, a fucking belgian accent yeah. oh my god yes hello okay Ch- chun lee is a news reporter in this for some reason who knows <laughs> why the boxer balrog is her cameraman that's not true okay e honda is a sumo wrestler guy in the games he is their van driver for the news crew. Bro, okay. Oh my god. And E Honda, I believe he's Japanese in the games because you fly to Japan. He wears kabuki makeup, and you, he's in a jab, a noticeably Japanese bathhouse. They made him a Pacific Islander, which, which casting wise isn't really. It's like okay, that's fine, but also like he wears a Hawaiian shirt, and when he like retorts, they have like a a Hawaiian uh, like like slide guitar sounding riff. So they lay into the Pacific Islander thing for no reason. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, this will work. This is fine. Well, and to be fair, this was after Street Fighter 2. Like games back then didn't always have like the story scene. So like they had to make some guesses. Okay. Got you. Got you. So I'll say that. Like you said, it was a first attempt. For sure. And, it, and I like the movie. Like I'd say like a 3.5 again. Like it's still fun, but it's not the best. Like I, you know, I okay, I got to give my opinion, of course. Definitely, okay. So, one Ryu's name is not pronounced fucking Ryu. They they just made they just the Americans the people making that movie just said Ryu Ryu like because like you read it in the game and you just guess what it is. They all yeah. said, "Hey, we think it's Ryu." It, it's pronounced Ryu. Did they just not go to the developers or anything? They're just like, "Ah, we got this." I my kid plays this. I guess not. I went to a fucking Chinese restaurant once. I swear <laughs> to God, it's pronounced right. 
Brian Arayu. Lawsuit incoming. Uh, so Dalsim is this yoga guy. He like he's like a monk who does yoga and wears like these like a skull necklace. Is that his name? Dalsim. Yeah, I I I'm not well. And he has stretchy body parts in the video game. Yes. Yeah, Mr. Yes. Fantastic. Exactly. He does some cool shit in bed. Uh, <laughs> in the movie, though, he's just some Indian scientist. He's not a scientist even close in the game. Not even fucking close. He doesn't fight. The The main villain just hel- hel- holds him captive to do his IT shit, like his science stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fix so, my Google account for me. God damn it. Total bastardization of the character. Oh my god, that is so funny. He's like, it's like, why? What do you mean, my uh, my Wi-Fi is not working? Pretty much. So, it's what's his fucking Bluetooth? My fucking teeth are white. <laughs> fucking trying to, you know, explain tech to boomers. Oh my god! Can I make a phone call on this? It's just a screen. <laughs> I I don't know if I can make a phone call. So the characters DJ and Zangief are bison's men bison's like the main villain that's just random they just made that shit up okay there's a character named blanca who in the games he's this like green monster with orange hair and he like electrifies himself they made up a fake ass backstory for him saying he was guile's comrade in like wars and bison captured him and brainwashed him and turned him into the monster oh fuck they just that did, did he mk ultra christian style him that's exactly what he did yes Hit him with it the fucking <laughs> okay oh boy oh man. the trauma's never forgotten okay but in the games he's just like he just was like a monster from like the brazilian jungle they just made up a tragic backstory for no fucking reason you know just because it's fun hey this will be cool in a movie bro um the character akuma is in the games and he was teased in promotional material for the movie didn't end up in the movie that's just like a, that's not an accuracy more of a fun fact so production, $35 million budget. Oh, and, and uh, okay. And it was actually a success. It grossed about $100 million worldwide. Oh, so they more than doubled their money. Yeah. So it was worldwide. It was looking like it had some lukewarm reviews. Haha. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. But worldwide, it did well. Capcom saw the Super Mario Brothers movie in 1993, right? See, so we got that chronological shit going I on. love it. And, um, you know, that movie saw a large budget and major studio talent. So they went to Universal Studios with the pitch. It got greenlit in 93, but the catch was it had to be finished by Christmas of next year. Okay. Damn. So first problem. All right. Oh, the, oh fuck. The production shit for this is crazy. So I'm going to just try to read it to you chronologically. I love okay. this. So this is the nuts and bolts. I like hearing about it. Yeah. This is a really well thought out episode. I knew you could do it, but. Yeah, I threw this motherfucker together. You've perfected together. it, okay? Like you've <laughs> taken little little bits and little bits and parts from what me and Austin did, and you said, "All right, I'm gonna fucking perfect this shit." He and said, you have George and Austin, fucking amateurs. <laughs> All right, so they got Stephen D'Souza. That's the director, who had never directed a movie before, but wrote, but but he wrote screenplays, the screenplay for Commando, Die Hard, and Judge Dredd. Ah, uh, that's why these suck. He was ah, uh, those are classic action movies. <laughs> I shoot now. There you go. Look, Academy that, Award winning actor. They're, they're in the action movie Bible. Okay. You got the action movie sub. And th- this was marketed very much as like just a like typical action movie. The beat em up. That's why Van Damme was the fucking the lead. Star. Because I, I think that's around the time Bloodsport was out and every, everything else he was doing. And they were like, 
Van Dam, bro. He's gonna fucking split kick so somebody. So can I? Because uh, you didn't really touch on the plot, but I think you've given me enough to piece it together. And what I would want it to be. Okay. Uh, camera crew with all those badass like fighters in it is covering how there's that one guy, the the guy, the IT guy that's being held captive. And what we're trying to do, what Claude Van Damme's trying to do is he's trying to like free him. And there's a whole bunch of badass fight scenes. And then at some point there's an anchorman type scene where like they drop the fucking cameras. Dude gets out of the van and he's got a fucking live grenade and he's just standing there holding the live grenade. Ah! Oh! You know, like, okay. So I, that was kind of excessive, but do they end up fighting for that one it guy? No. Oh, okay. But, but no, no, but a lot of what you said was right. Bomp, bomp. A lot of what you said was right. Okay, Dawson, like, he's in, like, two fucking shots of this movie, the IT guy. He's more of a scientist, but, like, it's, the whole thing is kind of racist, I think. Okay, I'm just going to say it. But, uh, Bison is a dictator. M. Bison, he's this big buff guy in a fucking red, like, dictator fucking uniform. And, uh, he is running an organization that's trying to, like, take over the world. And he has, like, a military force. Giles, a military guy. Him and the UN, they're like, hey, we gotta stop this fucking guy. Oh my god. And Chun-Li and her camera crew, who are supposed to be their own fucking characters, but whatever, they they're first they're filming it and but they're fighters too. So Ryu and Ken, they're they're helping Guile and the military force, and so is Chun-Li and those guys. And they go to take down Bison. Very, very cut and dry in the end. So Guile was trying to get in there and stop them and like save people overall. I like it. I like it. Okay, this is this makes way more sense than the other one. It kind of surprised me because they did it in a year. A little less yeah. than I mean, Which how is hard a, is it to throw? To, it's a to, miracle, honestly. I, Jean-Claude Van Damme, just, hey, can you punch that dude over there? I, I love to punch. <laughs> hey, fuck <laughs> it. No, it's funny you say that. I'm going to get into some, some more production stuff that goes into like the improvisa- improvisation that had to happen. Um. Okay. So they had to take a chance on a director that never directed before for, for this tight-ass filming schedule. Um, by the time they began filming, which started in Bangkok, they weren't even finished casting all the characters yet. Cammy is a lead role. She fights with Guile, but not in the game, so that's an inaccuracy. That character wasn't even fucking cast until they were a few weeks into shooting the movie. The actor that plays the main antagonist, Bison the Dictator guy, Raul Julia, he's well known for being Gomez in the 1991 uh, Adams Family movie. So he's kind of oh, kind that, of a Hispanic looking guy. Yeah, I don't know, I know what his exact I ethnicity know. is, but he's a cool guy. And he was a well known actor. At the he time. was he was an action star in that movie. No, he was like the dictator antagonist. Oh, uh, okay, that makes he, a he more was sense. more of like a I'm a dictator and a fighter kind of guy. He was the brains behind the operation. Exactly, the charismatic evil leader. And, uh, but that guy, Raul Julia, he was very underweight because he had stomach cancer. Right. That's how he died. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you more about it because it goes hand in hand with this movie. George over here. No, it's a very sad story. You're going to be crying when I read that little subsection. Okay. Bet. All right. So what they did, because he was underweight, they filmed, they flipped the production schedule. Usually in a movie, first they film all the up close dialogue. And then, and at least in this type of action movie, they do. And then after that, they filmed the large like fight sequence. They had to flip it, though. So you didn't notice that Raul Julia was underweight. They filmed the fight sequences because they were, you see him from further away. So that's the first problem. They had to flip the whole production schedule. No. Okay. 
Bro. Welcome to Hollywood. So they didn't have time to rehearse the complicated action sequences because they had to do them first. I just look like you're punching people. Okay. After reading this, and you gave this a 3.5, this man had fucking stomach cancer. Chris, how dare you? This is a 4.25. Okay. Minimum. Look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to that part. You, you'll, you'll be satisfied. 3.5 minus stomach cancer, 4.25 with. You'll be satisfied with what I took. All right. All right. So, all right. All right. Maybe I'm being a little too hard. So they flipped the production schedule. And what happened is they had to improvise lines and core and uh, blocking like the movement for these scenes on the spot. And like, it's a good thing Van Damme and some of these other people were like fairly good at like the choreography. Like, oh, what if you like stutter there? Oh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> and they had to improvise lines as well. So it was just a whole, whole pain in the ass, right? Um, bu- 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 cast members got sick in Bangkok from eating the local food and drinking untreated water. Oh no, they got Rona before Rona existed. The main line producer. Welcome to fucking Bangkok, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, which is like you, when filming a movie, you never think of that to be a problem. You know what I mean? Oh, continue. I, I have a Bangkok add-in at the end. Okay, <laughs> I'll say the last Bangkok-related thing. Then we'll, you'll get into that. Okay. The main line producer had a heart attack during the filming and had to be replaced dear, dear with God. another line producer halfway Damn, through filming. They just said, they just said, rest in peace, bro. You got, you ain't got no job no more. So about Bangkok, George, let, let's, let's hear it. Oh, bro. I mean, you were like, besides rush. So, okay. They're rushing a movie and they say, okay, let's go film in fucking Bangkok. Bank. I've been to Bangkok. Okay. This is, this is firsthand account. Okay. I've been to San Francisco and that place smells like urine. There's been nothing ever that is compared to the smell that I smelled in the streets of Bangkok. I thought people were dead in oh the streets. You know, it smelled it smelled to the point where I was like, I was like, how are these people okay with it? And you want to know another big thing with the whole food issue. They're serving fucking little meatball hot dog looking things. So enticing looking, but they're about every 400 yards. You just got a little pop-up stand. So you get heart attacks. You get people fucking getting dysentery out there. The fact that they had only a year and they said, okay, let's go film in the dirtiest fucking city in all of the, the entire world, right? Probably dirtier cities. But like I said, Bangkok smells like a morgue. Just fucking disgusting. All right? So it doesn't blow my mind when you're telling me all these disgusting facts from Bangkok. Just wanted to confirm accuracies, accuracies, even the, but this is like the production <laughs> side, production accuracies. It's believable. I just want to say we're talking about that line producer who like Sudoku'd and had, he a, had heart a heart attack. attack. He yeah. didn't die. He didn't yeah. die. Harrison Ford had a hernia on Indiana Jones 2 and they just stopped production for a little bit and they went right back to it. Bro, this guy, Raul Julia, I'm going to tell you why he's a baller once I get to it. Yeah, Raul Julia is still a baller, but this line producer, I no sympathy. <laughs> no goddamn sympathy. So one of the actors, which I, I don't know who which, nobody tell can like was it there was no source to tell me. One actor got busted at the airport for having steroids. Oh, Jean-Claude, I, I guarantee it. It's it's possible. Okay, it's possible. I mean, I can have these. <laughs> you want to fight for it? <laughs> I'm here for American agent. <laughs> I need that. I'm I'm Guile, I'm big man. <laughs> You play, you play uh, Street Fighter, no? <laughs> they, they have to take steroids. <laughs> I would love, 
Like he he's like showing the TSA agent a fucking like comic book. Like you have a Street Fighter. I am this guy. He whips out. He goes, "You have TV," and he whips out like an entire Nintendo system. Just hooks it all up. He's like, "You." <laughs> he ends up playing Pong for hours with a fucking oh, no, he TSA just, agent. He busts out Street Fighter, and he's like. You, you yeah, but it, somehow it transitions to Pong like, oh, I beat you in tennis too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, best try to fight. I win, I keep I keep I keep night night juice. You like, win, I still keep night night juice because I beat your ass. Those Bangkok people are fucking yeah, they're they're just as corrupt as anybody else, but you give them a good time. Hey. Fun time. Fair trade. Yep. Fair trade. It's probably a she male that was a TSA agent. Stop that right there. Uh, are they boy. are there a lot of them there? Um, so yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all little. Uh, so, like the thing I learned about Bangkok too. Uh, everyone looks very similar, right? And I feel like they they probably think the same thing coming out here. Like, oh my gosh, all these. It's Americans. Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Oh my god, it's Ethan Hawke. Like how? Like they all look the same. But no, seriously, when I was over there, like there was a lot. See, because this is the problem with these fucking BTS boy bands <laughs> that got all these dudes doing makeup and everything. Like it's so hard to fucking tell these days crazy i was over there and i was like that could be one that could be one that could be one i, I just want to I, I i am under the assumption that everyone has a penis here i know christian <laughs> seen it because i think you shared it but the like the silver people did you sh- oh no you didn't share it so there's these guys that dress like that paint themselves like completely silver oh the statue performers right and they like ask for money because they don't have a job but they don't really do anything they're just like street performers there's this one that i saw where this guy comes up and he's like pretending to wash this guy's car window and he does like both sides and then he walks over, he puts his hand out and he goes, fuck you. And he just drives off. Ooh. And everybody in the comments is like, he didn't even fucking clean the window. No wonder why he didn't get paid. Oh my God. Oh my God. But apparently they're like putting their like lives at risk because they're just covering it with toxic paint because it's cheap. Damn. That's, I didn't know that part of it. Yeah. But I think Vice did a, 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 like a little blurb on it like a few months ago. I like to watch that. Yeah. We'll say there's a bold commitment to paint yourself. And yeah. stay still. And also, like you get arrested for it. I love body paint. No, body paint's different. Body paint's one hundred percent. This is, this is like, yeah. this is super. They just cheap. go to Home Depot. And just, <laughs> it's this dude looks like he's been dipped in iron. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Comey's entire denim jacket is fucking. You've seen it's like Silver Surfer, but like Ugandan production value. <laughs> and they put him on like a skateboard that's made out of like bark. <laughs> Speaking of bad effects, that is. Uh oh. Oh, just a lot of these movies have shit effects. <laughs> oh, well, that was, yeah. That was a generalization. You'd be surprised. That's yeah, so fucking accurate. What, what you got for us next, Chris? Okay, all right, all right. Let me... So, the last goofs, they were 15 days behind schedule right as they were going to Australia to do some extra shooting. So, fucked up. And Universal Studios denied their request for more time because they had to get it out for the holidays. However, though, it came out on time. And as we said, it made a bunch of fucking money and it did good. So, the last thing to go over is Raul Julia. He was the baller of this movie. Right. Okay. He was well known for being Gomez and there's other roles, but like from my history, that's what I know most. He was in great pain during this whole fucking thing. Okay. Terminal. He had terminal cancer, which a lot of the crew didn't know at the time. They kept that from people. Um, and he refused to use a body double. They, they offered it, but he's like, no, I'm, I'm going to do all my scenes. This is, you know, my role that I'm going to own. Um, and apparently, he only took the role because his sons like playing Street Fighter. Okay. All right. Chris, you are just further making me upset that you gave this a fucking 
3.5. He, no, no, well, he's the silver lining. He, if any one good thing is good in this movie, it's his fucking role. You can watch this movie and he's enjoy. He's performing it. for his life. No, he really was. Okay, he's performing for his kid. This That's was his more. final role. Street Fighter was his final role, playing the dictator Bison. Yeah, these awesome monologues were like they called it like Shakespeare mixed with Stalin, where he's like, "What?" So he didn't feed him. He. He had such conviction, like at the fucking oh, pulpit. Oh, speaking, I thought you meant like he didn't feed them. <laughs> oh my gosh. No. I mean, hey, well, he had like this vision for like he was going to take over the world and roll in the utopia. He had these awesome monologues. And, I, and if you, you can watch the movie or look at some of his clips, I'd really recommend it because he was a cool ass part of this movie. He was the best role for sure. This was his final role, and he died two months before the movie actually released. So they finished filming, and he died before it came out. Dang. So and oh yeah, and I wrote here his his story and his role is the silver lining of the movie. He took he had cancer, took the role for his kids, and he just fucking method acted his heart out, bro. He's he's yeah, the real hey, Chad, real Julia. This was you, man. Hey, I don't even give a fuck that there's gonna be a little stain in my carpet, bro. But this little stain is gonna be to permanent. Pour one out here. in your carpet. I'm pour pouring one out for this guy. Are you fucking kidding me? I haven't even seen any of it. But Chris, you're. Okay. Go ahead, buddy. All right, hold on. I'm going to do a little bit back here so you guys can actually see that. I, I'm serious. Get it in shot, yeah. I, Just don't well, do it on I the table. You, you don't want to close up for this because I actually want to see it. I actually hit the floor back here. So if you go to the wide. There you go, buddy. Okay. That's, That's for the man. Right Raul there. Julia. He's a baller guy. Cheers to you, bro. Cheers, no, seriously, you, because I, I don't even need to know you, but to have the nuts to do exactly what that man did in this movie. For sure. That's baller man i was learning about it and i was like getting a little teary-eyed i'm like oh my god so that's the, awesome the last and final note of street fighter the movie is that in inspired a video game called street fighter the movie <laughs> even though, which inception. was terrible and for obvious reasons all right boys that's street fighter 1995 next year mortal Kombat. Ooh, the yes. first one right the first Mortal Kombat movie. And this is what the new one just came out last week. Yes. Two weeks ago. Which I liked a lot. I thought it was really good. I have to watch it. I haven't I still haven't seen that. I haven't seen any of them. I've got I've heard good things. But I actually this is the first movie in which I know exactly what movie you're talking about, and I'm excited to hear what you have to say. You've this seen is, this? I haven't seen it, but I did like okay. I've seen like a watch mojo like tie-in. Okay. okay. I've, seen enough, I've seen enough and I understand that. To, to kind of follow. So just, go ahead. I That's just cool. imagine that it's like, welcome to watchmojo.com. Welcome back to the top 10 Mortal Kombat camel toes. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Ooh, those skimpy costumes. Back to uh, rule 34. Somehow, every time. There's right? a lot of Mortal Kombat, yeah. Really quick, I just want to jump in. Austin, what did you set my temp my thermostat to? Because it is a fucking icebox in here. Uh, What do you normally set it to when you're in here? When you, when you drop I it? I haven't been afraid to go to like, I've gone to 64. I, was, I'm, I put it at 65. Okay. But you, okay. we also got the fan on. Because we got two, we got two, fu- well, lo- they don't know what, Lon- Lonnie, show your hand one more time so people, so that we got this hand, big hand, right? Big hand, and then we got another big I think hand. I'm the lightest one, yes. and I'm still 200 plus. Yeah, so there's a, there's, a, there's some man We might fall in into here. my garage, but okay, anyways, <laughs> continue, continue. We're taking the street all with right, us, baby. We're all going down. Mortal Kombat, okay, so- Inaccuracies in production. Let's roll through it, okay, boys? So they made up a fake partner for Sonya's backstory so that Kano can kill the... Before the movie, 
Kano kills this unnamed character. They just made up the character. Okay. Just so there's a tragic backstory. As well as Liu Kang, they made up a, a brother for him that didn't really exist. And Kang the, Liu. That got killed by the main antagonist, Shang Tsung, in, sometime in the past. Okay, they just made it up to drum up some drama. So that shit's made up. Scorpion and Sub-Zero fight together for Shang Tsung. They're fucking mortal enemies in Mortal Kombat. Everybody fucking knows that. But now they're brothers? So now I do that, dude. There's like eight no, timelines that, in the Mortal Kombat game. I don't think they were brothers, but in this film, like they became close. If I'm not mistaken. The, well, actually, well, in Mortal Kombat one, no, maybe in two they have a little bit different interactions. But the first Mortal Kombat movie, Shang Tsung apparently brainwashed him to fight for him, which I think is just so fucking dumb. He's a sorcerer, but they're definitely like really stretching that plot point as far as they can to get mortal enemies to fight together. So that's dumb. Raiden, he's the lightning guy with the straw hat. He's he teleports. He's super cool. When he first appears, he has red lightning instead of blue for like one scene. Then not in the rest of the movie. Nobody who knows why. Maybe it was nobody knows. So that was dumb. The character reptile, he is has a chameleon effect. It's really just reptar from Rugrats. They just yeah, he has, just has a suit off, man. So he's a chameleon instead of... So in the games, Reptile, he can turn commonly, and by the time of the games that came out the, at that point, Reptile could turn invisible. They gave him a chameleon effect, so he could just like blend into the fucking background, and um, which is dumb. And he's also not humanoid like he is in the games. He's like just like a reptile creature. And also, for some reason, he is a statue later in the fucking movie. Like he's a reptile and like Luke King like hits him into the statue. Then the statue sucks him in and then he becomes humanoid. Like carbonite, like Han Solo. Just- it's like he like possessed the statue and became human. Made no sense. It's n- nowhere in the games. They just said, ah, ah fuck it. Whatever. Fly. Well, isn't the story in the game like you just fight? There actually is lore in the games up until that point, which was Mortal Kombat 1, 2 and 3. There's a tournament, it's Earthrealm, which is like the humans and shit, versus Outworld, that's like Shang Tsung, uh, Scorpion, Reptile, Baraka, Reptile, yeah, they're the bad guys, and, you know, basically, Outworld has already won nine Mortal Kombat tournaments, so with the 10th win, which is about to happen, this is the tournament in the movie, if Outworld fucking wins, then they get the invader, (laughs) invade, like, uh, uh, Earthrealm. So it's, oh, we got to win, guys. It's the last one. You didn't get to see the other ones because plot. But that's just the plot from the game. So it does carry over. This actually does a good job of having mostly the correct game plot. I'll say at least. Better than some other movies, like more mm-hmm. Mario Brothers. <laughs> so Shang Tsung, he's like the big bad. He's like the sorcerer guy who could like steal people's souls. He, okay. So Liu Kang. He's like the he's like your typical kung fu man, but he's also the protagonist. He's a cool guy. He wins a fight, right? And he beats up Stevie Wonder. So everyone's like, "That's cold, <laughs> dog." Hey, there is a blind character in some of the later games named uh, I, I, I Kenshi. Kenshi, he has, yeah, is a blindfold on. I, the one that I played the most growing up was Armageddon. Armageddon was a cool ass game. Too. I just remember with Sub Zero, you could take your sword and just jam it into somebody, and it would stay there, and you just lose health continuously. Oh my god. Oh, it yeah, was brutal for the PlayStation 2. 
My cousins and I played the I had it on the Wii. On the Wii? But it wasn't censored. No, they were cool with it. They were cool with it. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't worried about that, but I was like, you, you get to actually just like... Yeah, I know. Like, you actually no, perform the final move. I forget if they had motion controls, but I always plugged in a GameCube controller because I always want the fucking... Uh, I played a X was the one that came out in last gen, right? That yes. was like that was a fun one. I like playing as yes. Jason, even though he sucked because he was so slow. That's funny. Yeah, they make a lot of them slow. I always sucked at those Mortal Kombat games, well, guys. They're hard. It's not about fighting. They're it's hard. just about like min maxing. Min maxing. Explain. Like you just get. It's just combos, bro. Yeah, like, that's why I like UFC games so much because you could legit just land a cheap shot and knock a dude All out. All right, that's not true. You're not, you're gen- you're talking. You're thinking of more fighting game community in general. Mortal Kombat's like. Mortal Kombat has some combos, but it's more about using your like special moves really. See, it's not about it's just about It's not about combos, it's about combos is what you just said. Special moves and combos aren't the same. All right, is this a fighting game lesson? Whoa. Combo okay, go a, into it a now. Combo is a string of attacks. So Mortal Kombat, there's attack strings. So um low punch, high punch, high kick. It'll be a three hit combo. Special move would be like a fireball or like a flying kick. So when I when you say combo, and now I'm glad you clarified, I was thinking combo combo nation of buttons that you press to get the the fucking thing. Nope. Okay. It's just about spamming. Yeah, yeah. It can be. Hey, if <laughs> you're fighting, if I... you're fighting a shitter, you could do low fireball, high fireball. Okay. You know. What, so what was it? We had one on your PlayStation Three that was like from like it was an older one. Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Yeah. No, no, no. It was Mortal Kombat. It was like the first one. It was probably Mortal Kombat. Oh, the old one? Yeah, because I remember you and I would just <sighs> sit there and, and play patty cake. Yeah, because in the old Mortal Kombat, you had the, the punch combo where like it, he would infinitely go like this. But we would space it just perfectly so like our fists would meet. So you wouldn't like the hitbox wouldn't actually trigger. So you wouldn't do any damage. So you guys would just be fucking fist so bumping the whole time. Like, like patty, patty cake. cake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. And we would, so we would like be fighting and then we would both say patty cake. And That's yeah. so funny. So we got our fun out of the violent game by playing patty cake. It was free. So, I mean. Yeah, it was chill. It was a fun game. Um, they say that Shang Tsung the Sorcerer learned his sorcery from the Emperor Shao Kahn. Shao Kahn's not a fucking... He's not a sorcerer. They just made that shit up. No, he's not. Fuck them. Uh, sorry, I have to get a little mad as a Mortal Kombat fan. I'm a big fan of those games. Um, oh, yeah. So Liu Kang wins a fight. Then, for some reason, Shang Tsung walks in, steals the guy who got beat, steals his soul, then calls fatality on himself for himself. Liu Kang fucking wins the fight. So then Shang Tsung steals the other guy's soul and says fatality. That's not fucking right at all. What? Uh, I have to look back in the rule book. That doesn't seem fair. Because in Mortal Kombat, you beat the guy. He goes, says finish him. In all fairness, if he does steal the soul, he is the person and he does decide the fatality. He does decide that. You have to win the fight to get a fatality. Like what was hard for the movie people to understand? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't understand that, to be quite honest. I, it kind of blows my mind. I'm a little perplexed right now, but at the same time, I'm kind of glad there was a fatality at the end of it. What did he do and for it was, that move? It was a lame fatality. Boo. Well, to, to be fair, the soul steal is a fatality of Mortal Kombat, although it's one of the poopier ones, but it looks so lame in the movie. There's basically no gore in this movie, which it was good, but like... That's it, like anti-Mortal Kombat. Exactly, exactly. He just like goes whoosh, and you see the soul fly out of the guy. That's now, kind of it. Can I ask, did the new one get that right? Yeah, no, okay. the, the new one didn't pull any fucking bunches. Guys getting their fucking arms ripped off, ripped off their fucking heads chopped off, split in half. Yes. They don't fuck around. The new one, it's good. 
That's yes. good. We're going to have to watch it. I'd be down. I heard it's like a, uh, based on what my students said, and I think even uh, Lonnie uh, also had watched it, and he's like, you know, it's one of those movies you, you just put on, and you, you, know, you just shut your brain off for a little bit, you know? And you just, just enjoy some violence. fucking craziness. You know, the, the, the story is really competent and it's pretty, it's mostly accurate. Um, I'd say, yeah. Cause that's like what mortal Kombat is. You just want to see people fight and kill each other. Like that's it. You know, they fight and kill each other and that's what you want for mortal Kombat. Of course. <laughs> so what else you got for mortal Kombat? All right. So, uh, the first fight is against just some random fucking guy. And, uh, instead of, they <laughs> could have Jerry from accounting. Just Well, yeah, they could have chosen all the other people from the roster. But they put this random guy in. Okay, so it's like, okay, that's weird. And he's the guy that Shao Kahn steals the fake fatality off of. So when Scorpion shows up, he's the guy with a spear. Everybody knows fucking Scorpion. He throws the spear, says, get over here. Whoosh. Tell me why. The, the spear, he opens his hand, and a fucking sentient demon mouth spear comes out of his hand. And he, and whoosh. And it's like heat seeking, like it has its own mind and it like curves around trees. I remember, I remember seeing that scene, which like, okay, he scorpions like a demon. So it, like it can work, but it was still kind of jarring. Like, Hey, I thought you just had a What the fuck is this? It sounds, uh, from what I'm hearing that they went a lot of the FX, like went into like souls as opposed to chopping people's fucking arms. Yeah. Like, and the effects in one world way better than two. Tell you that, okay? Because two shit the bet, and 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 right now I'm doing like a duel, like in one section, one and two, right now. So I'm gonna like give you guys the rundown on, you know, a little mix. I like, yeah, because because you got you gotta gotta go through both of them. It, it, these are, I think, this is something that's great because in those in the video game world, they do tend to make like you even said with the fucking Mario one, they set it up for a sequel, bro. They're yeah. always setting it up for sequels, even if it's. So, going forward, Liu Kang fights Sub-Zero, right? And Katana tells him earlier, use, you have to, to beat him, you have to use the elements that brings life. So tell me why Liu Kang throws a fucking bucket of water at the ice power man. And it works. It kills him. <laughs> the water turns into in like an icicle and kills Sub-Zero. He goes, it's Flint, Michigan water. I can't take it. It just didn't make sense. And in the games, Liu Kang uses fucking fireballs. So I thought, oh, he's just going to use fire against the Iceman. That would make too much sense, though. So that didn't happen. It was completely dumb. That's so funny that you brought up the Flint, Michigan water. <laughs> this tap water oh, yeah. is messing with my system. <laughs> <laughs> That's, look, I don't want to get into the Flint rabbit hole. Okay, we've been down it a few times. Fucking <laughs> talked about it in my sports and accuracy episode. When I was re-listening to it, I was like, oh my God, we brought up Flint, Michigan. Mortal Kombat got a good movie before... Flint, Michigan got clean water. <laughs> God damn. Sorry. We got a pro stream set up before they got clean water. Yeah. What's going on down there? Y'all need to fix the water. People are trying to have good water down there. Fucking all those people on Joe Rogan are trying to, like Justin Wren, like, fucking gonna build wells for pygmies in the Congo. Why not fucking fix Flint, Michigan, bud? All right. <laughs> fix our nation. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. So moving forward. Goro, he's the guy. He's the guy with four arms from the first game. He's this big outworld guy. He gets a flawless victory because in the games, if you fight somebody and beat him without you losing any health, 
the announcer will call out flawless victory and it's really badass goro gets a flawless victory announced but it wasn't a flawless victory the other fighter kicked him and he stumbled so it was literally not a flawless victory this just sounds like nfl refs <laughs> that does not count <laughs> yeah well dude yeah it really it really fucking does okay if you play the games i don't know it doesn't seem to see those are the little things that must piss you the fuck off they piss me off yes or it's just like dude just have him whoop on somebody's punk ass and the new Mortal Kombat does a proper flawless victory, which I was very like happy about. So, yeah, that was piss off. Okay, what else we got here? Shang Tsung, the sorcerer, he summons dead warriors, which in the games that far he d- he can shape shift into other people, not summon dead warriors at that point in time. So it was like, okay, he just does this now. Fuck it, I guess. Um, there was another fake flawless victory. Liu Kang beats Shang Tsung. But it was a long-winded fight, and like they both got hit. Yet when Liu Kang won, he declared flawless victory on himself. That's not a fucking flawless victory, goddammit. So that was the second time it happened. I came down. Sorry, guy. He <laughs> just don't let me go there again. Um. Oh. Okay. Oh. And when Liu Kang beats Shang Tsung, this is the only time like a fatality really, really kind of happens. Liu Kang kicks him onto these spikes, and he goes through one big spike. Shang Tsung does. It was like the only kind of gory thing that happened, but like barely even so. It was very lukewarm, very or very milk toast. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Milk toast. And um, they don't even call fatality. He calls the false flawless victory. So it's like, dude, you drop the ball at every fucking category. And uh, somebody told the director, like, all right, if they win, it's a flawless victory, and uh, if they die, it's a fatality. I guess I don't even know. Fuck it. Well, all it's, right, just... it's fatal when you die. So I would say that it's it's a fatality. We it's like the... bad fan service. Like we, we want to put it there, but we don't know how it works. Yeah, I mean, it's like teachers teaching math. It's like uh, you. This is the way it's done. I mean, you can get there many different ways, but this one might work. You know, it's just a guess. That that's wow. I'm very glad that you chose that movie because I do remember the watch mojo just being like, what? Like these guys are fucking idiots. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, the last thing wrong with this movie is that Raiden, he's like the thunder God, but like, he didn't really help at all. They say like, Oh, I'm an elder God. I'm a thunder. I'm a thunder God. So I'm not supposed to fight in the tournament, but he fights in all the fucking games. So like, he just shows up and like, says like, Oh, Liu King, you should do this. And like, so that was bullshit. Um, the production is very short because this movie was a success. I just got the numbers for you. The b- budget was 18 million. Dang, that's it? Yes. And worldwide, it made $120 million. Damn, over $100 million in profit. Yes, sir. And, what, $102 million in profit? Big fat money. So this movie, and it was a good movie. This is, I'd give this at least a four. Like, honestly. The the character arcs ended up being good. The story was mostly crap. And most of the fight choreography was also pretty good. So, overall good. Now, we're going to talk about the fucking, the rushed-ass sequel real quick, okay? Just part of this little subsection here. I'm going to try to just fly, the, fly through these little gripes and inaccuracies. Oh, yeah, and it came out in 1997, just two years after. Oh, so they went fast. Yes, they were they trying said, to... They said, oh, guys, hey, we made 102 mil. Let's fucking remake this. <laughs> exactly. Exactly that, right? First thing, the fight choreography is really fucked up in this movie. There was 54 flips in this movie. 
you know in fight choreography where they're like just fuck it put a bunch of flips in there that was this movie 54 flips somebody counted them <laughs> okay <laughs> it was watch mojo some of the green screen you could see the edges of green screen on people in different parts of this movie did bad camera mapping yeah or character mapping so in the movie there's this army of knights it's the outworld army like shao khan and shao khan's like the new big bad after they fuck up shang Tsung. he's like the general of the bad guy army they show this army of knights and ninjas so many times like hundreds of people but then they never fight anybody like they just disappear nothing happens with the fucking army so it's kind of like a plot drop it's like what the fuck was that okay guys all right so you see here uh the this new studio just came out with this new effect right so we're gonna take one person we're gonna make that person 200 people we're gonna make it look like an army but then we're not gonna have them fight anybody we're gonna build that suspense we technically don't know how to make this visual effect fight each other we just know how to recreate it at this and point we know in time. they were all extras that wasn't even vfx these were just actors are you fucking kidding me and then you look at like the lord of the rings where they got what? cg like legit fights i thought you were talking like some oompa loompa type shit because you know in the willy wonka right in the Char charlie and the chocolate factory it's one oompa loompa a like really? ten thousand times yeah i didn't know that fuck oh, yeah that's what i thought okay yeah that's it's just one guy that's what i thought that like, makes when, sense because they all look exactly the same i got that these armies were just like all like the same guy little indian people all look alike they were paints and orange. They were trumped out, bro. Okay. Honestly, yeah, it's one guy. at first, at first, I thought the same thing. But okay, so in this movie, 1997, I guess this visual effect wasn't figured out yet. Yeah, they just said fucking hired 300 extras. And yeah, and they didn't use them in a fight, so it was really dumb. Um, so this Native American character named Nightwolf, he's in the games. He comes to Liu Kang, and it's kind of like racist because he has him do a vision quest. Oh, Nightwolf makes Liu Kang do a vision quest to unlock like a secret power. <laughs> like he knocks him out and he's like, you have to go through three trials. But then there wasn't even three trials, so it was also bad plot. <laughs> yeah, dude, this this movie was fucking oh, no. pieced together with fucking staple. Oh no. Um there's Babe. there's a character named Shiva. Here, smoke this. Just just smoke it. The movie will will test it good in audiences if you just smoke the fucking bowl. <laughs> okay. Take your own vision quest. Take your own vision quest, partner. So there's a character named Shiva. She has four arms. She's related to that Goro fucker. Okay. She's the same rate like race. They ran out of they literally ran out of money to animate her arms because they were CG. They weren't practical. They put like pool noodles on her shit. So before she even fought anybody, they just had her get crushed by a falling platform. <laughs> they said, We don't have the <laughs> we don't have the budget for you. You're gonna die. Yeah. We're sorry. We don't have the budget for you. <laughs> I thought it would have been better if they would have like strapped some PVC pipe or like pool noodles to her shit. Just, all right, just kind of wiggle so it looks like they're all swinging. Wacky inflatable arm flailing too, man. <laughs> so guys, yeah. I, I, I just want to interject here because I think this is just a funny little side thing I just thought of. Wouldn't it just suck, right? You get hired to play in a movie and you're just like, oh, wow, I haven't seen the script yet. I'm pretty excited. You know, they're still working on it. And then you get handed the script and it's like, all right, page two. You get crushed by a falling fucking platform and you're just like, so how many days do you guys need me to shoot? Oh, yeah, we're only going to need you today. Like, <laughs> you think this is going to, like, pay your rent for the next month and you're actually just hired for fucking two hours? You get, like, 50 bucks and they're like, hey, thanks for everything. Uh, tickets, uh, we'll give you discounted tickets for the premiere. <laughs> you don't even get free. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, we'll give you 20% off. I heard a Cinemark is doing something, like a deal or something. Well, I, I think I know somebody. If not, I'll text. 
Uh, you might be in the credits. We have to see if we have the budget for that. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know yet, but you might be in there. Okay. So totally embarrassing fact. They like this is just speculated. Like production people came out and said, "Yeah, we literally ran out of money to animate her, so we killed her." <laughs> um, bro, that's a, that's a power move. Like, could you imagine? Like, you write this movie, and like you have this character. Like, yeah, this character's probably gonna go in a good forty-five to fifty minutes of the film, and then you're like, George, what's our budget again? Oh, we we lost thirty thousand of our budget. We yeah. can afford two arms. We uh, we could only afford the two arms that you have on your body. Ah, uh, we we now could you, we could say it was a freak accident and she got him cut off. How about we just that now? See, but or we could just kill her. Tell me why they definitely thought of that. Like, okay, guys, can we make her? Can we make her work with two arms? And they're just like, no, fucking kill that bitch. <laughs> just <laughs> just like, make the audience forget. Like, okay, we could do that, or we could go to CC's tonight. And we could just kill her off early and keep Ooh, the money going. Unlimited those pizza? cinnamon buns. Unlimited pizza. All right, buddy. Hey, man. I'm all I'm saying is y'all got a movie y'all want to direct, or you want me to direct? I can make some budget ass decisions for you. That's what we're here for. Next Act Productions. Okay, continue. <laughs> all right. So at one point, Outworld is merging with Earthrealm. Like they're, it's kind of like what happened to Mario. Like the worlds are like merging, banging the. Yeah. I made that joke before. Can't do it again. Um. Action figures in the tub. Um, I have three cool phrases, remember. Um, but they're merging together and it's like, oh, the world is being corrupted. So they show these like corrupted landmarks like Paris, the, the Eiffel Tower, and skyscrapers and shit. When the the plot is solved, it turns back and it shows like, oh, the earth is like regular and healed. They just show like obvious stock footage of landmarks, like the Golden Gate Bridge and the Eiffel Tower. It's obvious stock footage. So, it, like, it looks very lazy. Um, what else? I just wrote poopy effects. Ooh, terrible effects. But in production, you're gonna Ooh. you're gonna find out some fucked up shit about it. Um, uh, every impact shot, like 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 a guy like goes gets thrown through glass. They always cut away the impact shot so they don't have to do the effect. It's so so terrible. Uh, the character Baraka, who's like one of my favorites, he looks like shit. He looks like he has like a bad like pig mask on. You know, really terrible. Um, Mataro, he's a guy who has horns and some CG horse legs. He stayed a little longer, though, but he looked like shit. That was my note there. Um, Jax is a character who's he's a black guy. He's got robot arm. They didn't know what dialogue to write for this guy. So, like, he just, like, would take a guy out and be like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> take that, sucker. And it was kind of racist. Like, they're like, oh, just have him have street insults. Street insults. So that was hey Reggie, up. Reggie. Hey, come in the writers' room for a second. Hey, bud. Hey, you knock somebody out on the basketball court. What would you say? Oh, <laughs> take yeah. that sucker. You hey, want some more? Hey, man. Would you now? You, how would you say take take that sucker? No, no, no. Take that sucker, George. You've been to Compton. You drove through Compton once, right? So what's it like on the streets? Take that sucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like, like the action figure would have that one phrase, you know oh what I mean? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> so, that's just hilarious. The two female fighters are fighting in one scene. Sonia, she's an American uh, police officer, and Katana, she's from Outworld, but she's like a like 10,000-year-old princess, but she's still young and looks hot. Okay, chill out. Um, They're fighting in the mud, and it's like an obvious, like, uh, two chicks in skimpy outfits. They're fighting in the mud. Like, so definitely, like, misogynistic in, like, the cringiest way. It's like, we know why you put this in the fucking movie, guys. Nobody wants to see the chicks fight, so we cover them in mud. 
Um, so you know, you remember remember like Mori, where like they'd have like the, the people like fighting mud and stuff. What a weird fucking show, by the way. <laughs> um Raiden is almost absent as as like a character in this movie. Oh, yeah, and they recast him, by the way. But we'll talk about that in production. Um, he's like the thunder god who's supposed to be like leading everybody. Literally every shot of him, he just shows up and says like a motivational line to everybody. He never does shit. And I wrote down a few of these. If you work together, you can be mighty. Each of us must help support each other. Never give up hope. Faith in yourself is all you need. Like every shot of him, it just, it's him. And he says one of those and just like teleports and like fucks off. All right. You want to know how they came up with that one? So they had Reggie for those lines or those the lines before. And then for this one, they said, okay. All right, guys. So <clears throat> first production meeting and everything. I know this just seems like a little outlandish here, but any fortune cookie that you guys get, all right, and you guys crack open, I'm going to need you to save those fortunes because we're going to, and then put them in the mail room <laughs> for the writers. All right. And then us writers, we're going to collect them and we appreciate it. Okay. We need some new content. And so can you go over a couple of those fortune cookies again? Because these are fortune these, cookie lines. These are like the bad fortune cookie lines that piss me off because they're not fortunes. They're just like random bullshit. But right. <clears throat> if you work together, you can be mighty. <laughs> Faith in yourself is all you need. I feel like knowledge is power and knowing is half the battle. Should Lucky be numbers. Seven, 42, 19, <laughs> 22. Yeah, well, what's with the numbers? I'm always like, bro, I don't gamble or play keynote. What the fuck? Why do we have numbers? <laughs> On the fortunes. That's oh, god damn it. Okay. They're running oh. an operation, Christian. They gotta And wait, and who needs like eight two digit numbers for the day <laughs> as a lucky number? That's so fucking stupid, by the way. All the oh bookies do need. Yeah, no, literally. It's meant for like cause Asians like to gamble. I would assume they do just pandering. Like that's go, fair. That's fair. Okay. Go play Kino. All right. I'll give you that one. The, the fortune cookie plot is okay. All right. All right. Um okay, so the last fight. Liu Kang, he the, the ability he learned from the racist vision quest from Nightwolf is to turn into a, a creature, an animality, which is a thing from the game. He turns into what I called the world's shittiest CGI dragon. And it's not even like a proper dragon like he is in the video games. He's supposed to be like a Chinese gra- dragon, like the long and lanky ones. It looks kind of like a shitty medieval dragon. So it looks it really terrible graphics. Um Shao Kahn, the big bad, he's like this, like, he has like a skull mask. He's like buff and he's like a, the like leader of the fucking army, like the general. He also, and I, I said Animorphs, he fucking Animorphs into a dragon Animorphs? himself. Animorphs? I heard that term in like three yeah. decades, dude. Because that's, oh, and it's terrifying because Shao Kahn, when he Animorphs, his head goes like this, like it stretches and it's really fucking creepy. He turns into a Hydra dragon. He doesn't do that in any of the games. He doesn't turn into a Hydra style dragon, and especially not up until that point. There's like 80 of those games. But as of that point in time, he didn't fucking do that. They just made that shit up. Oh, and I said it looked hellish because that's what it looked like. Um, so they have their shitty CG dragon fight. They fall off this like temple. There's an impact. Then it hard cuts to them just as humans, like getting up and like dusting itself off. Like, that's how they handle the transition back. Oh, my God, bro. What? So, and when I tell you production, you'll get a little bit more context on, like, what fucked up this movie. 
my my last problem is Shao Kahn in the games. He has a warhammer. He has like a fucking mallet in like one scene, and he doesn't even fight with it in this. So it's like it's like his most badass thing. It's like a skull fucking helmet, and then argh, he doesn't even use that shit. And uh, mistake the character Rain. He's like a purple ninja. He dies in two different shots for some reason. They had a goof where they show him dying in two different shots of the movie. Oh my god! So yeah, yep. They the, get- first, the first one didn't count. One, I guess one of them fucking did it. Jesus. And one of them was supposed to be a shot like uh, for another character getting like kicked off something and going into a fire. That like the blurry like passing shot. They accidentally put the wrong character in again. So that was the wrong shot, basically. Dang, they ain't doing the editing job. They fucked up, man. Is that guys? We made a hundred eight million on the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking speed through this one, okay? I don't give a fuck. People love this shit. So I'm excited to hear this production side here. We are at the production, okay? Thirty million dollar budget, which is technically more than the first one. It was like twenty or something, right? It barely scraped by and made fifty one million. So it was positive, but just barely. It just scraped by. Okay. Let me give you the fucking deets on what happened here. The version that released was a rough edit. There was, <laughs> there was supposed to be a second pass of visual effects post-production and editing, but the movie was apparently doing so well with test audiences that they just said, fuck it, send it. We won't even do the shit we're supposed to do. That's why the CG, the green screen edges, it's because they just said, fuck it. Um, and they wanted to strike while the iron is hot because Midway Games was promoting Street Fighter 4 at the time. So they're like, we got to churn this bitch out. Um, so Larry Kasanoff, he used to collaborate with James Cameron back in the day, but then he made his own studio to produce Mortal Kombat related media. He wanted to strike while the iron was hot after the first movie came out and he fast tracked a sequel to it, right? But however, he's not the original director. The original director for the first movie, which is actually kind of good, he didn't even come back. So what they did, they promoted the director of photography from the first movie to position of director. Okay. He's the guy that's supposed to find the most interesting shots for the movie. That's all he is. But they just said, fuck it. We'll make that guy the director. Okay. That's like, I guess, in the movie world, I guess that would make more sense than what I'm thinking right now because like homeless person yeah i mean like if you're gonna have somebody pick the best shot shouldn't that fucking person be the director already i don't know it seems like you're kind of just trimming the fat well i'll get into some more of the personnel and how they fucked up and you'll see how it's like a a fucking goblet of homeless people are probably in the fucking plot here so let's do it half the fighters look like those crackheads outside of 7-eleven right baraka he's got the the big teeth and the fucking knife arms. I saw somebody outside of 7-Eleven with four arms. They should have hired that person. They wouldn't have, they wouldn't have had to kill him in the second scene. Drinking that Flint water. Getting oh, mutations. No, that's just the that's just the 7-Eleven hot dogs, dude. He lived around Chernobyl, all right? He was born <laughs> around that era, so. Then he went to Fukushima and he just got doubled. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Okay. Oh, my gosh. Finally safe. Chernobyl. Got a new home here in Fukushima, guys. And then fucking a week later. <laughs> gosh, yeah. Just got shitting all over his face. Now he lives in Flint. So they made this guy the fucking director. Yeah. So it was kind of like, kind of, it was a whatever decision. However, the writer didn't return either. Okay. Um, so this guy, Larry Kasanoff, who made the media company and like fast track this whole sequel, 
he mostly just promoted the remaining crew from the first movie into higher positions. So what he did with the director, he did with almost every other position. You know, so like ran, oh, you did this. Let's give you something with more responsibility that you might not know how to do. He did that with a bunch of fucking people for this movie. Um, all right. They were way in over their head. Sounds um, like it. The only characters that had the same actors were Leo Kang and Katana. Everybody else was recast. But same characters. Yeah, but same characters. So it was like, it was really fucked. Okay, so everybody's like, bro, these Wait, aren't even the same characters. You're telling me the guy with stomach cancer didn't come back from the dead? <laughs> oh my god. From <laughs> no the Street George. Fighter movie. <laughs> he came back? Yeah, from the Street Fighter film? Yeah, because, well, like, they should have done something. A little hologram since Street Fighter was just coming out. Like, it would have been a nice little send-off. But why would he be in the Mortal Kombat movie? They he, would make him some fucking character. I don't know. It didn't sound like people, these people were too fucking bright. I'm trying to pander here. <laughs> look, go, look. They just go, we got, we got Ryu in this too. I feel like a lot of people, because those games were popular at the same time, and these were right, the movies were right next to each other, 94, 95, I'm sure a bunch of people thought like, oh, bro, when are they doing Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter, bro? I'm oh. Sh- I'm sure a lot of people yeah. thought that, you know what I mean? Definitely a little crossover. So to be fair to your sentiments, um, yeah, only two people weren't recast. Um, they needed the movie out fast to promote the new video game, which that video game ended up not being good, so it was like, who the fuck cares? The creator of the games, one of the, the co-creator, Ed Boon, he came out talking about this movie saying, yeah, this was the worst point in all of Mortal Kombat as an intellectual property. Worst thing that fucking happened. And like, you watch the movie, you could probably agree. So Kasanoff the, and his company, this is the guy who made this terrible sequel happen. He tried to sue Midway, who made the video games, trying to claim, yeah, I took your generic characters and made them into more significant intellectual properties like you they were just generic characters until i made them it's what they were so he tried to sue the fucking creators of the game that he based the movies off of so it's that, that's a real head scratcher honestly but obviously it failed it didn't go through like yeah get the fuck out of here like it didn't work in court um but fun fact Kasanoff, who ruined this fucking movie is somehow an executive producer on the Mortal Kombat movie that just came out. Get the fuck what? out of here. Small world. All these years later. I don't know how he finagled his fucking way into there, but he is. Maybe good they for wanted, him. I guess good for him. It was a good movie. I don't know. I don't know what to say. The, the, the new one was good, but we, definitely a weird happenstance. That's Fair. all I got for Mortal Kombat 2 movie. So what else you got then? All right, we got one more. And this is a movie I had not seen. And I, I've actually movie marathon yesterday. I watched Super Mario Brothers 1, Mortal Kombat movie, and this movie, which was the Doom movie Ooh. from 2005. Okay. And it looked really bad. I just didn't want to watch it. But I fucking, I, I pushed through. Okay. So we'll get into the Doom movie. Came out in 2005. The Rock. <laughs> yeah, The Rocks. The Rocks. <laughs> For some reason. We'll get into that shit, though. So inaccuracies. One, the main character who you play as in the games isn't in this movie at all. You know, they just call him Doom Guy because he's like a has armor. He's a space marine. He fights fucking demons. He is not in this game in in movie in any way, shape or form. Um, The movie plays out like a horror movie. And the first 45 minutes of the movie 
is just guys with guns flashing around like flashlights and nothing happening. And occasionally they get scared and like shoot at like the vent or something. <laughs> I, I looked at the time. It was 45 fucking minutes of this. Okay. Wow. So like they really like, oh, Doom games are supposed to be about action. Like, however, this movie was made after the release of the game Doom 3, which is hair, which is known as the worst Doom game because they tried to make it like a horror game. So like it makes sense, but they also like chose the, the shittiest game to make it off of. So that's also their fault. So fuck them. Um, then right when, a, as, uh, let's call it a demon, right when a demon was actually coming, after all this flashing around, the one guy's flashlight suddenly just went out. Like, Oh my God. Didn't bring spare batteries. Like, oh, I didn't, oh, it just went out. Like, it was the dumbest shit ever. Terrible horror movie trope. <laughs> so. Did they, okay. So was it like a military-esque, pe- like, yeah. detailing? I can imagine, like, the sergeant's like, God damn it. Like, freaking Randy, Sergeant Randy. And The Rock plays, like, the sergeant of the squad, basically. Oh, my God. Is he's The, the rock. rock yelling at people, like, where's the fucking batteries at? His character's name is, is Sarge, actually. So it's like, they just said, oh, he's a military guy. He's Sarge. We need a non-volt Sarge. So, yeah, it was a lot of that. It was a lot of that. So it was dumb. The demons that show up aren't even the demons from the games they just made like their own demons so it's like why are you using the source material if you're not going to actually use the fucking like proper monsters whatever though all right that that's a minuscule in the large pool of gripes um and the demons launch their tongues out at people for some fucking reason they just made that shit up on their own that's not the games they just said oh what if they, they shoot their tongue out of you to try what if to the monsters ate ass <laughs> oh can you eat pussy like that <laughs> Basically, be looking at the fucking demon. Um, in one scene, right when a, a demon appears, oh yeah, right when a demon appears, this the guy's gun jams. Okay, and here's why it's really stupid. It's in like 2036, and they all have futuristic fucking guns. Futuristic assault rifle pops three rounds. Oh shit! Oh, it's jammed. Come on, just like the flashlight thing. That's so stupid. Okay, and this is an accuracy. This is just a gripe with the movie like i said i'm gonna be doing some bitching um next all right one character pins a demon against a wall while fighting it against an electric wall with a metal pipe right but the electricity doesn't get conducted back into the person it's like it didn't make any sense you know what i mean okay like it should conduct you know what i yeah. mean so it was just like bad logic right that motherfucker exactly um this guy's taking a shit at one point in a stall and he drops a magazine because he, he, he hears something. He hears some, he hears like he's he thinks he hears a demon and um, he drops his magazine while reloading because he while he's in the stall taking a dump. So but here's the problem. He drops it straight down, but then it shows the mag slide two stalls over. Oh, my not, God. Yeah, not to the next stall. That might make sense. No, two whole stalls over. So he has to crawl under. It was just like you're making dumb like horror things happen. It was so stupid. For some reason, we okay, okay, okay. When the demons kill certain people, it turns those people into and they like mutate eventually. Which that's not correct and I think it's kind of a dumb plot point. It's almost like zombies almost. So it's like why is this like a demon thing? Like like why are you even doing that? So and then to get into it further, 
it turns out they're not even demons from hell. Like that's not even that's what Doom is all about. That's not even what's happening. They're on the space station is on Mars, and I guess they just dug up like a like a super virus from like a dead like race of people because they thought like they're like oh they were bioengineering a twenty fourth chromosome, and so they they dug them up, and it was just like this super virus whatever the fuck thing turns the people into the creatures. So they're not even demons from fucking they, hell. They weren't. They were just on Boulder Highway uh, yeah. after eight p.m. These are the crackheads you were talking about earlier. Hey, yeah, dude. I see, oh man, some of those. All right, crackheads. You see, some of them don't have limbs. They got fucking scabs on their head. I don't want to make fun of the homeless, though. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Even though I just did. Um. So it's dumb. Why is it doom? Why is it demons? You could have just said this was a zombie or fucking alien movie. Yeah, it sounds like it, bro. It doesn't. And I mean, like, I've not really played much any Doom games, right? But I know the fucking premise. And yeah. you're missing the point here. So why was it, my question is, why was this a Doom move? You know what I mean? Absolutely makes no sense. So The Rock, he turns out to be kind of a shithead character. He ordered when they found out about the virus, he ordered everybody to be killed to the facility. And he said, yeah, just kill everybody indiscriminately, even though it turns out not everybody was able to be infected. Okay. So, of course, one guy rolls up on a room full of women and children. Oh, my God. Oh my. And, and he's the rookie. He's the rookie. This is his first mission. Who knows why he's on the squad? They're like the rapid response, like epic team. So Sarge, the rock ends up killing him for not killing the civilians kills this like basically kid right and he that's when he becomes the real antagonist so in the end the rocks character is the antagonist and not even the fucking demons which aren't even demons it's, by a, it's the way. about the monster inside of us yeah it was like <laughs> we are the demons we are the demons which i'm like oh don't pull that shit off me i just wanted to watch a dude movie motherfuckers so it was dumb um, in the the games, there's a gun called the BFG, which stands for big fucking gun, big fucking gun. Um, it does not one. It doesn't work properly like it does in the games. In the games, it shoots out like a a flash of green light, and it, it kind of like chains enemies in a certain area and kills them. So like like push in a huge like if I shot into this room, it would like kill everything in this room for sure, right? It's like some sort of like green electricity. It hits like one of us and it spreads. Yeah, kind of like that. Very similar. Um, but for some reason, it just like will disintegrate, like kind of like melt like a big section. So like if you shoot it in like to the wall, it'll just like make a giant hole that's like melted. It's kind of lame. So one, it doesn't work. Two, Sarge has the BFG, gets in a fight with one of the other soldiers who like fights him back because he's a shithead, it turns out. He's evil. And he dodges a shot from the BFG at like point blank. He's just built different. Which Nike. Like, can you imagine this is like they just cut to like a Nike commercial? They're just like, all right, we need something to pay for this movie. And it's like, all right. And he's wearing Nike sneakers as he's fucking diving across the, <laughs> the screen. The fucking Reeboks from the Mario movie. Just do it. So it's like, gosh, what a fantastic like failure of logic that they put in this movie. That's all the problems I have with this movie. I liked it more than I thought I would, but then like it has this really tacky first person shooter sequence. Oh right. I forgot about oh, that. Oh my god. Super tacky. All the demons like become like slow, like it's a pop-up shooter. 
and like they're not suddenly like not threatening and like movies now have done a well like hardcore henry and shit but this movie did not it looked like shit it looked stiff didn't look good it's like ah, thanks for reminding me it's a doom movie and it's bad like <laughs> so double down on it that's all the inaccuracies the production had 70 million dollar budget only Ooh. reeled in about 60 million dang they lost 10, i think 000. we learned a valuable lesson today in movie production like cost because at the end of the day i so there's a couple of things right i think you're gonna hit big on movies if you release them at the right time like yes. i think one of the movies that you said it was like supposed to release around christmas that was the one that ended Street up fighting ended up grossing the most out of any movie that you said right it hit hard yeah but you, you're you're spending 70 million on a movie and shit isn't happening for the first 45 minutes i mean what the fuck are we doing well mortal kombat you're paying 2 the rock, came out during thanksgiving for some reason you're paying <laughs> the rock 50 million or like i don't know like i understand I, he wasn't that big then he was, i know he wasn't that big i don't i just don't get where this budget money was going Based on what you're telling me. I mean, it had a lot of special effects and a lot of like practical effects, I feel. Yes. The and the effects I thought were actually good. They did the thing where they used darkness to hide kind of subpar effects. This was 2005. Okay. Gotcha. Some Xbox looking type shit. But the demons actually looked good the way they were presented, except that shitty FPS. But that's another story. So the effects weren't too bad. Um, It's probably mostly that and paying the rock. (laughs) <laughs> he wasn't even like i feel like he was actually yeah you're right he was transitioning kind of from being wrestler there was the guy, guy to being an from actor. the lord of the rings in that movie i feel like he probably at the time was getting paid more than the rock do you know what character he was because i don't know i know just i just know he was one of the one of the dudes on the squad okay and then he was in lord of the rings could have been yeah timeline he's that guy in the boys like the guy with the sunglasses i haven't really seen the boys okay, never mind. but yeah i feel like at that point because i was like like peak Lord of the Rings time, I feel like he's probably getting paid more than The Rock at that point. For sure. So it was obviously a box office and critical failure. It was not liked. The planning for this movie, the idea began in the mid 90s when the first two Doom games were like giga popular, but it kind of was in a production hell because the rights to the property of the movie changed multiple times. Like companies were passing this shit around like a piece of like a piece of poop. Okay monkeys throwing around a pile of shit, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and but it was because they passed around because like there was a lot of bad scripts and sometimes lack of budget you know what i mean arnold schwarzenegger almost signed on to this movie but he did but of course denied i guess vin diesel also denied an offer to be in this movie <laughs> the <clears throat> this is gonna be like the 9-11 thing earlier okay it's gonna be weird the Columbine shooting also stalled versions of this script from being approved because it was right around the same time. I feel like it's probably that scene with the kids. They might've actually had him shoot those. I didn't even think about that. You're probably fucking right. Yeah. That's probably why they were like, what if we just make the rock a bad guy? Like in wrestling and off screen, Sarge did kill those kids. He said, I took care of the problem. So he killed them, but they didn't like show gun down all those you know Jeez, wow okay you no know, very interesting to know that it so kinda... and doom like mortal Kombat was like caught up in the 90s like mass shooting controversies like oh the, this the, is what caused it yeah i mean look the columbine kids were they did make a doom level based on their school which is which is like like it's oh, a Lord. it's a fun but like not really fun fact so 
you know. But Fun fact. But I don't blame I don't blame video games, obviously. Like we're not that type of people. Um the original director for this movie uh dropped out last second. So <laughs> they had to scramble to find a new director. The budget got docked at one point. It used to be more than it was. Um, so what they had to do was cut out a lot of the monsters that were going to be in the movie, including ones that were actually in the game, like the Caco Demon. It's this big like meatball with teeth looking motherfucker. And the Archivile. He like summons like fire and like summons demons. Which like it was disappointing that I found out that they took them out of the movie because playing the Doom games, those were ones that I actually remembered. Not these fuckers that these whatever the fuck things they put in the movie. And uh it people when it came out, people said it's kind of an aliens ripoff. Because God, of the yeah. shit I told you about earlier. Yep. Yep, I could see that. And uh, and that's the last thing. So, wh- what are the thoughts, Chris? Uh, first round of applause. Yeah, round of applause. I don't really have any thoughts on the movies because Chris was so no concise literally. and precise with it. I just want to say, dude, once again, Austin and George, fucking amateur hour over here, and then George, Christian comes in and he's just like, mm, yes. lay the foundation. He's like, you I just- laid out a fifty-five page PowerPoint. I was worried. You watch about- the movies. Which is key. Yeah, no, I got well, home I mean, from work and I just fucking I mean, we watched, watched the them all that we talked yeah, about. But see, I feel like this was recent. Like you watched them this week, so it's, you it's very yesterday. fresh. I didn't watch all of them. Certain ones I didn't remember enough to accurately say the things I said, so I rewatched those. Ones. Gotcha, gotcha. I just want to say, great fucking job, dude. This was great. Well this was this is another long episode. We're almost at two hours already. Yeah, this see, is a good one. See, I, I, I don't, I don't want to info dump you guys too much. You know what I mean? Because like that's most of what the I. The thing is, though, like, and I mean, we, it's kind of beautiful, and we're, I mean, we're kind of like coming towards the end of the stream, anyways. It's getting late, but we had our stream was fucking popping, and it was kind of a joy to look over and yeah. see that we had a lot of viewers coming in. Oh, yeah? We had a, we had a big chat box flowing, and so we appreciate everybody that that tuned into this this episode yeah I mean, can we just was... say thanks to lonnie over lonnie yes wave your hand again hand. lonnie's been going through chat uh i'm not i'm not even watching anymore i'm just like i, I like you said earlier i like a little bit in i was like yeah this isn't working watching it and seeing a delay of, yeah, of yeah it's, so it's tough lonnie's been taking care of the stream he's been doing all the transitions he's been killing it i mean we threw him into fire today oh, literally super fire yeah i think uh-huh. i think lonnie had five minutes of training and was like all right so I think <laughs> First I, th- day of the job. I think we found ourselves our new intern to go find us coffee. Yes. Yes. We only mean that like ironically demeaning like Lonnie's cool. All right. Yeah. Yes. So everybody, all of us here, we thank you for joining us so much in this episode. This was a truly special. Monumental. Episode. Yeah. Monumental. We, we had a little bit of a hiccup going on uh, with the camera, but Lonnie, you know, master over here, got it back up and running. So. That's all part of the little trial and error, yeah. right? Like See we're gonna he, we're gonna learn. Yeah. You make a few bad Mortal Kombat movies, eventually you churn out a good one, you know. Right. It took them fucking four tries. So Well, if you guys want some more LCP in your life, you know where to find it. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Lukewarm Cinema Podcast. Get in touch with us. Tell Christian how good he did, Lukewarm Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. And until next time, guys, Jinkwee. Jinkwee. Jinkwee.